describe myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Monday, March the 6th. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank everybody for hitting that thumbs up on the YouTube, subscribing to chat with the boys and myself. We appreciate it. Scoob's in the house. How are we feeling, Scoob? Feeling good. Uh, Twitter has seemingly just went down, died again. Uh, Elon's Twitter is working perfectly, I fear. And uh, Skip Bayless is a member of the Bloods, I'm hearing. So we've got a lot to talk about today. Bit Bayless? Uh, <laughs> why she's in the house? How are we feeling, boss man? All right, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. You know, I didn't know Twitter was down because uh, I guess I just didn't know. I just assume it's down nowadays, you know, as they say. Definitely thought it was just me. Like it would not let me copy the thumbnail image from it was like, nope, image not loading. Oh, I said, this feels yeah, this feels swell. And so I had to like go back and forth between like the phone and the computer getting stuff just to make sure because I was not about to be. A, I can't start a new week on some take a look y'all that's just not a good omen of for course the so i think we're back in the mix the mcmahon absent after three losses in four games from those boston Celtics. they said he's doing some interviews for cut to it i said that's interesting after all them losses um, one of the one of those losses they they blew what 27 point lead <laughs> 28. 28. Oh, correct me. Thank you. Thank you. They cannot beat those New York City teams. Um, NYC, yeah, somehow had a couple minutes available today. Uh, schedule was all free after the Emmanuel Quickly show. Which... It's so, it, it's so yeah. hard. It's so hard. Because on one hand, I, I can come here and, and talk about how great Emmanuel Quickly has been. And then on the other hand... I have to have to begrudgingly say that Julius Randle is an an average to slightly right. above average NBA player. Uh, I hate to admit, just me and you today, Scoob. I see it's just me and you. Uh... I will say with this back to the basket, Julius Randle seems to be an average player. They were going All after right. that last night. <laughs> oh wow, some support here. I'm just solo today, flying solo today. I see. Uh... I mean, the turnovers speak for themselves. Seven turnovers. I mean, listen, thirty. You skipped right over thirty-one points, nine boards, four assists, and five three. They, you see how they skip right. You see how y'all skip right past it? It's crazy. Uh, I see I see eight missed threes. Yuck. Listen, how much of this, at a certain point, like, I don't know, the whole fourth quarter in both overtimes, why is the play call, let's stand Julius with his back to the basket as far away from the rim as possible and let the Listen. Celtics send double team after double Listen. team? Be before the, before the win streak, it was dangerous to ask why Tibbs did a thing in general. So I'm not even allowed to say maybe this play got stripped on on the on the prior possession. We shouldn't run that one again. But but that's just me. I'm 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 just a fan, you know. I think that that play alone got to be four of those turnovers. Now again, Julie, he has to be better at recognizing the double team is coming. Absolutely, Some, like he's got to be better there for sure. 
but it's like, man, I this is the offense, and it's but like, this, would this be all, the yeah? In all seriousness, this is one of the things I said was really the biggest problem is that like Randall and Tibbs enable each other's worst habits. So it's a toxic it's a relationship, yeah. <laughs> right? They're both fine apart from each other, but together they be getting you into some shit. So like, oh, some handcuff that's, that's, shit, man. They yeah. just cannot be that close together. <laughs> that's the example. That's the example played out on national TV. You know, this is without Jalen Brunson, mind you. But do they need him? Do you need Jalen Brunson when you have Emmanuel quickly available to play fifty-five minutes? <laughs> I think he played, regulation ball. He played every single minute of the second half at both right. overtimes. The only time thirty-four he's... straight minutes, <laughs> and he didn't even look a whole tired. games, a whole game's worth of minutes though in one half of basketball consecutively, a whole game's um, worth consecutively, and still had the energy to close out the game, hype up the crowd, run around uh, TD Garden, and. Be a plus eight. Why isn't he the sixth man of the year? I guess is he my is question. Well, yeah, why? Who got a better case than him? Russ was the favorite for a while, and it's come respectfully, <laughs> respectfully. Come on. Yeah, I don't think there is anyone like Benedict Mathurin for a while, but I don't think he's he doesn't have that hype anymore. I don't think. So I think it's got to be mean, quickly. Yeah, he's. Kind of tailed off. Robert says, yes, you do need Brunson. Ah, that's easy for a Mavericks fan to say. No, you need Brunson. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was rude. That was rude. That was, that, we, this is how we start in the, the week? Belt. Okay. Blow the belt. Blow the belt. What's, uh, what's wrong with Brunson? Like, is it like anything like serious or lingering or was it just? I don't, I don't know exactly, but I think the times he's been out, it's just been the foot. So it sounds like. Mm -hmm an injury that I'm very familiar with partly because I'm a Knicks fan through the nineties. It's probably like a, like a plantar fasciitis thing that doesn't really heal. It's uh, like, uh, it's painful. They'll have to take the foot. Seeing yeah. ankle injury slash foot soreness. Cause like whenever they say foot soreness, it's usually like something's fucked up, but it's something that only like it hurts. You can't make it any worse by playing, but if it hurts enough, you don't play sort of like Glenn Rice had, at this kind of shit. Um, I feel like it's one of those types of injuries. So it's a little bit concerning, but it's not like a structural damage out for the season thing. I just think he needs to sit a few games, especially with the minutes and, right. and you know, actual load of how many of those minutes he actually has the ball in his hands. He's probably putting a little right. more wear and tear on himself than most, you know? Under Tom Thibodeau? That just doesn't... <laughs> that just, yeah, it doesn't seem to track. And, yeah, Brockton will be in the mix. I just... Like he and Derek White, do they split votes? I know Brogdon didn't play. White has been starting some. Maybe he started too many games, but I see Tatum went 12 for 30. That's tough. That's tough. I think it was uh it was more Grant Williams who was getting picked on pretty much all game. Just on on the defensive end, he was getting picked on. Offensively, was not doing much. He was loose ball fouls all over the place. And Marcus Smart, I got a bone to pick with Marcus Smart. It's his, it's his birthday today, and I hope the waiter spits in his soup, his birthday hey. soup. <laughs> that what that was pathetic. Birthday wish, normally positive. 
it, it is. I'm normally very positive on Marcus Smart's birthday. I'm normally very nice to him on it, but that flopping spectacle last night was that was that was like if I it's was all, out there. Like I'm out there. I gotta get. I gotta get involved somehow. I gotta. Oh, I'm flying all over the place. I don't, can you say it's a spectacle when it's just like the Marcus Smart thing? Yeah, true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I think a spectacle is a a one off. This is just the Marcus Smart thing. Eleven threes. Some of them will go in. Yeah. Yeah. How many crimes does it take until you just say they're a criminal? Right. <laughs> <laughs> This man's been murdering people up and down my block, man. Almost serially so. <laughs> um, I thought Williams, he had some good like defensive possessions just in terms of like holding Randall up long enough. Almost like football. You just need to stand him up long enough for somebody to come strip the ball. True. true. Like that's does. what Grant Williams. Yeah. I thought he did yeah, 44 minutes. It's a lot of Grant Williams. But a minus four for a bench guy, not terrible over that long. You want him to hit more shots, of course, but that's kind of the grant. It's, if he's hitting the shots, he'll knock you out of the playoffs. If he's not, you lose to the Knicks at home. Yeah, and I think that was the problem uh, with the Celtics last night is they weren't hitting the open shots. Like Marcus Smart had a couple open threes in the first half, just completely. He was like 1-9 from 3 at one point. He ended 3-11. He had two big ones, but they they needed them as opposed to getting them early when he they didn't, you know? Al Horford had 20, 14, 20 points, 14 boards, six assists, two blocks, and they blew it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They blew it. It feels like games like this, though, it's hard to – I guess you could if you really want to get deep into it, but it's hard to blame anyone for losing. It seems like whoever's just the least tired is going right. to make one more play, and that's essentially what happened. Yeah, and Knicks are like, we're used to being this tired, man. <laughs> Conditioning's like, this worked just... after three years. We're like, yeah, oh, this... it's the long game the whole time. Yeah, this is we were built for triple overtime basketball. Well, well, that is something they said on the commentary last night is that Joe Mazzula said they want games like this because when it gets into the playoffs, he felt like last year they weren't prepared for those grind them out long games because they hadn't played that many minutes like that in a, one game, you know? So Joe said, I want these boys they, tired. That's what I thought. I was like, well, tired, yeah, tired. can't wait till 28 minutes a night. Giannis sees you guys later. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. Seems like they, they're still not used to playing these grinded out games in my opinion. I don't know. Hey. Yeah. They, uh, well, Brunson played the first one and went off, didn't he? Because they played the Knicks two times oh, yeah. over the past. Yeah, I think they lost Knicks, Nets, Knicks again. Mm-hmm. And I saw the they're posting the Jason Tatum shot chart, and it's just all threes and all free throws now, which is analytically what you would want. But on the flip side, it's like that's not really how Jason Tatum is played. Sounds and it good. goes to like, yeah, like in these tough playoff games, sometimes you just need a shot to go down. You can't be it's like, oh, I need the most analytically efficient. I just need a bucket to drop and got to the free throw line. But six for 17 from three, 12 from 30 on the whole still at 40 points. But on a couple late buckets to like tie the game, though, he mm-hmm. definitely he, he, to, he definitely got loose on like, you know, like an in and out dribble and get like all the way to the cup and dunk it. Like, so he can still do it for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to respect the ability. I don't know. I, I just haven't been watching him enough to know if he's just not going to that as much as he should. But he was able to do it in key situations. Yeah. 
Which, again, how you end up with 40 even in a, a bad shooting game. And... Got a hot take. Hit me. Analytics ruining the game of basketball. Talk about it. I, I'm just... I, I, I haven't stopped thinking about Jacques Vaughn having a problem with uh, Mikhail Bridges' game, apparently. After his game last night, he was like, uh, we don't like those shots he's taking. We got to look at the analytics behind him to see if we want him to keep doing go in. <laughs> That's I the whole point. If you take what Mikael Bridges did in Phoenix and put him in Brooklyn, it's like, okay, he he's taking a lot more of these shots he never used to take before. But I feel like he also said something to us like, hey, we have to, like, if the shots keep going in, we have to mm-hmm. tweak to that. And Mikhail Bridges spoke to that. It's like, yeah, sometimes it's hard to get to the rim. Sometimes it's hard to shoot 10 three-pointers. You take what you can get. And I feel like they'll go as far as, the, like, if they can mesh those two together, what you want to do with what stylistically we want to do. And we'll see. Uh, yeah, what the... Do we have the jock quote? Yeah, yeah, I'm pulling it up. I thought I had it pulled up. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Twitter might be down on the desktop. We'll see if it even pulls up. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Jock Vaughn, when asked about his thoughts on Mikael Bridges' mid-range success, he says, we'll keep looking at the percentages. I'm learning more about him, what shots he likes to get to. If they're going in, we love them, but we do want to have a profile of really getting to the rim and shooting threes and putting pressure on the defense that way, end quote. Like, that feels like ideally what you would want your coach to say. It's like, we have these things, of course, we want to do this, get to the rim, shoot threes. At the same time, if he's going to keep making 55 or whatever crazy percentage he's shooting since he got there, then we'll let him be Kevin Durant, essentially. Yeah, and Photos I... And videos, not low. It's awesome for Twitter. Things are going well. I he's think I was listening to the oh man what was that? I think it was Bill Simmons podcast where oh I heard no <laughs> and I think it might have been Bill himself who said it's it's almost like Mikhail Bridges was watching um, Devin Booker and other people in Phoenix get those shots and now he's like well now I'm the guy that can take those shots you know so for sure and it's like man you again in the ideal world Phoenix would have found this blend mm-hmm. but. You also don't, you got to give up something to get Kevin Durant. They, uh, they played last evening too. We, listen, y'all trying to keep it round ball. I was going to talk the other stuff first, but we, we can go round ball. What the? Oh, we can go round ball. Good sleep yesterday. I didn't see most of it, but. (laughs) Let's see. uh, Yeah, Suns Mavs. Some bad blood there. I don't think there's any love lost. No, they, they they hate each other. If, I think uh, I got I got that on my list. Where if that goes in the playoffs, someone's throwing hands. Someone's gonna a little push, a little shove, something. Oh, it's test. It get like Booker said it after the game. It was like y'all said y'all don't want everybody to be all friendly, right? This is what that looks like. <laughs> so yeah, one thirty, one twenty six. Kevin Durant is now playing forty minutes, which feels like a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and Booker like went off, but it feels like what the Mavs did or what teams are going to ask them to do. Like you see, Okogi zero for eight from three. Yeah, he couldn't Wayne get Wright it going. Was, and teams are going to like bet on that and bank on that. Chris Paul played thirty three minutes and took nine shots. Aiton played thirty four minutes and took six shots. So I don't want to. 
like our team not really conceded. They just get buckets. But if it's like we'll we'll be fine with you guys. Y'all can score forty a piece if you want, because y'all got to do it every single game. And a Kogi or Wainwright or Tory Craig, somebody's gonna have to hit some shots, and we'll bet that we can keep them cold. Do we think the Suns can do it? Six shots for Aiden's a little. Has has he said anything about the trade, pro or con? Anything? Has anyone asked him about it? Like, I'm curious because that's a that seems like a, a trouble potential trouble brewing. I mean, I, I feel like at this point it's like asking for what you're back to the uh, six shots a game, buddy. We ain't asking you nothing. What do we? <laughs> I just meant he was on the record being like, I don't know if he was on the record as like a huge Kevin Durant fan or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's like he was like happy to give up the shots to his idol or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, I was watching the game and it was just like he wasn't making the runs they needed him to make. Like, you know, he'd set he'd set the screen and then he wouldn't run to the rim, even though it would be open. You know, he and it was like the person with the ball was waiting for him to make that run to the rim for the pass, and it just wasn't coming. It just wouldn't happen. And when it did, it would work, but it only happened, like, three, four times, about. He wants he wants the shots that Durant and... and Durant's taking. Yeah, yeah, he wants that when I, when I saw it in person. It should be me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw it in person. I was like, oh, he really doesn't go to the rim. He wants that shot like on the that elbow. elbow shot. Yeah, yeah, he wants that's that what he's good one. at. And that's what Durant wants. So I don't know if it's gonna work because he needs to be he they need Durant at the elbow and they need him going to the rim. And he's not doing it so far. Well, either way, it's I feel like that's a Chris Paul thing, because I if Chris Paul if Chris Paul is going to play this many minutes, which they're going to need him, I don't know. Can it just be like eleven points and six? But like, I feel like they're going to be daring in the playoff, like a Kogi, whoever that other wing is. But if it's like if you're not going to look Aiton's way, I would almost be tempted to dare Chris Paul. To, we see him break down every year in the playoffs. I'd almost be tempted. Like, can he? Can we get him to get to 15, 18 shots? That if he's taking him, it means Durant and Booker are not taking him. He's been a good shooter, but I know this has not been a his best shooting year. And over the course of the playoffs, you, you're you going to get the Okogi 0 for 8. You're going to get the Wainwright 4 for 5. Can you afford to play it like on that small a sample size? Like a guy going 0 for 6 might be enough to lose you that game. The thing, the thing in Sun, the Suns' favor, though, is I think, it's, I think it's doable to basically eliminate one star player or one mm -hmm. primary score and try to make everyone else earn it or make, make everyone else work. But it's hard to do that with two and two Hall of Fame level scoring guys. Like, can you really just say, all right, we'll just double Durant and Booger and let the other guys cook? It's like you could try it, but it'd be hard to do it to both of them. Right. It sounds good in theory, but it's also those guys can and will just give you 80 points. Right. Right. They just so, will, yeah. even if you try. So if you if you tried, is it, are you just exacerbating it worse? Because like you'll double Durant and Booker's gonna get open. You double Booker and Durant's gonna get open and whatever else. That's why are people so listen. We got to pick something like you said. They ain't lost since he got there. We trying to project forward. I think they got this regular season thing figured out. Uh, also, we we can't act like what was it two seasons ago? They had the best regular season record, where like beating everybody, and then they got to the playoffs and they lost that, last year. Yeah, last year, and then Luca put them out. Yeah, that was yeah. the whole last year. Yeah, so oh. yeah, that means Devin Booker can never talk trash again. I don't make the rules. 
Um, yeah, they're three. They're three and zero. Oh, what are we talking about? The, the Knicks have the Knicks haven't lost since the All Star break, and you can see what people say about the Knicks right now. Right? Yeah, we we projecting four because people were saying like, oh, we need seven more games of this. And I'll be honest, if they if these two teams play again, I don't think it goes to seven. I just think the Suns are a better team. It's oh, not yeah. a knock on the Mavericks, but yeah, it's like I would of course would like to see this again for the uh, get Booker and Luca stuff. This. I'd be a tough five games. Yeah, um, it'd be five. No, I agree. I'm with Pickle. Like from this year to last, it's not the same team for either one. For either one of these teams, I think this Suns team in a matchup, like the Mavericks are gonna have to outscore you, and the Suns are like okay, like for all the reasons we just listed. So, and it's not like a team is above someone in chat said above reproach. Like every team can be critiqued just because they're three and zero. Since they got Durant, doesn't mean we're supposed to only talk positively. Like the team does have some problems. Like the communication isn't there. Like someone else in chat said it. Like there's times where one person wants one thing and they're expecting it and it doesn't happen, so they just pull up and shoot a shot. Like. Uh, they've got some things to work out still. Yeah, for sure. And that's, I think that's why it's encouraging they get a win like this. Exactly. Like you said, it's early, like the stuff you hope by the playoffs, the, oh, okay, I thought I was supposed to roll. You wanted me to pop. I, you mm-hmm. figure that stuff out now. Because again, some of these games, like a Coakley, one game, he'll hit six of those eight. Mm-hmm. And maybe they blow him out. Or KD won't get to the line 11 times. I used to think like the Suns didn't really get many easy baskets and Kevin Durant, like he can get to the line, but he doesn't make a living of it. He's 35. Like not a lot of people that age do. I think at the playoffs, he'll, you'll need that and he'll be able to provide that, but it still goes to like eight and one shots, but he doesn't get fouled on him and doesn't hit threes. Chris Paul's inconsistent. You're gonna have to find whoever the hot fifth shooter is all that. And they still three and oh, and trending up. I think, I think Kevin like. Kevin Durant could score a hundred points with ease if he wanted to. He just like takes the most. He just efficient. don't want to. Yeah, man. he just doesn't yeah, want he, to. I think he he'd be like that's the like least true Hooper thing I could ever do. I think he would much prefer if he's like if I could score sixty points on exactly twenty shots, he would much rather do that than score <laughs> eighty five or. Mm-hmm. 100 points. Yeah, he's playing his own mini game within the game. It's just like Papa shot for him. He's trying to he's trying to set the record at the at the Chuck E. Cheese essentially while a game yeah. is going on around him. Yeah, can I hit eight 18 foot jumpers from the right elbow? Can I do that eight times in a row? That's the game I'm playing. And I, I like watching him defensively too. He's a lot better defensively than he gets credit for. Yeah. Like he's always he's involved. He's turned himself into a very good defender. It's a thing I've just in like the long scope of his career, I don't think he'll get the credit for because he's never made an all defensive team. I don't think it starts now. But some like toward the end of Oklahoma City during Golden State and Brooklyn when he was healthy and now he's been a very good, a very good and very like a rim protector and can help like the passing lanes and all that. And I'm not taking credit for him, but I also think it's part of how the game has changed since he came into the league because mm. when he came into the league, it was like the tail end of that era where if you were skinny, it didn't matter how tall you were, they were going to put you on the wing. Like, right. He played shooter Corey, guard his rookie year. Yeah, exactly. Or Corey Brewer or whoever, it didn't matter. <laughs> and then once they realized like 
even if your skinny length helps. And you said Kevin Durant looks a lot better guarding power forwards and like switching and helping than being a primary like wing stopper guy. Right. Then it then that helped a lot, I think. So I mean, he's a great defender, but I also think it's it helps that he's not really uh, a nineteen ninety eight small forward anymore. Definitely. Like if you had the wings, you I feel like you could get away with him in some center. I just don't know if you'd want to put right. that like toll on his body or anything unless you depending on who the other center is i guess you know if, yeah if you could get away with it a guy who's not getting a lot of touches or not posting up or whatever mm. and I, I really like watching uh devin booker just on the ball i think he's he's doing he's commanding the floor way more than chris paul is chris paul was kind of a non-factor in this game he's not the floor general i thought he would be well it's i think it's one of those like when Book's hot, you just let him, when him and Katie are, just let them do everything mm-hmm. in terms of this. Now, for the playoffs, yeah, I do, I do think Chris Paul's gonna have to do some of that just because it's it just becomes taxing if Booker's gonna have to get 36 points and get to the line and facilitate and defend for 38, 40 minutes a game every night mm-hmm. in the playoffs. And like playing Katie, like if the playoffs will probably just fix a good number of these things. Like, it'll just be KD. Your best player's playing more. Fixes most of this. But if you could go to Dallas, what's the... What are the Dallas fixes? Like, Christian Wood still did... I didn't think he played a bad... 17 points in 22 minutes. A minus one, but he just doesn't play a lot of minutes anymore. They don't play him when Luka's on the court, I feel like. That's what I notice. Like, when Luka comes out, Wood goes on. Mm. That's what it felt like at least last night or afternoon, whatever, whenever this game happened. It feels like it feels like almost they don't have enough scoring to go around or enough guys like enough scoring to go around. They feel the need to stagger it more. Right. Which I guess I get. And like Christian Woods on the floor, they're going to hunt him. Where did Kleber play? I know he came back, but he may just be they may have him on. I mean, you know, load the, management or whatever, because I know he helps. Yeah, for sure. With a team like this, though, yep. do you think that if you have, you can put together reasonably, you know, with consideration of size, defense, you could put together your, your five best scorers and start your five best scorers. Do you think that helps or do you think that hurts? Because I feel like you do that. You just go ahead and do that. But this seems like a situation in which they don't want to do that. It's why I wondered, like, when Kleber gets in, because... I feel like they would tie the Kleber and Wood minutes together. So if it's like if you're playing Kleber 25, you can play Wood more and not have as much sacrifice. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's like Josh Green. He's one of your defensive stoppers. He wasn't stopping, and he also scored zero points. That kills you. Justin Holiday. I'm still just baffled at the the Justin Holiday minutes at all, man. I'm call me old fashioned, but. <laughs> Yeah, Cleaver was out. And I yeah, I feel like he would definitely make an impact in this series. Because you on the flip side, you're gonna have a lot of like the Reggie Bullock two for eight. Some days he'll hit six of those eight. Yesterday he hit two. Tim Hardaway hit six. Some days he'll hit two. And so Cleaver's sort of like that that Brooke Lopez type where you try to get inside and he's just there with his arms up and how how are you gonna get over him, you know? Yeah, so I'd really like to see like what their best units look like with all those guys healthy because i know the i think they're like three and five 
since with KD and Luca, and the losses are close, which I is encouraging. But it's also like, man, we what is it where we can't close out these games in the clutch yet? We haven't figured that that part out yet. So and and Luca was playing hurt yesterday. That's something to monitor. Like he was he was in pain like every time running up the court, just every single play. I was I was shocked they even like kept him in the game. They were calling him Fupa Doncic. I don't know if anybody saw that. That was I did not see that. Ooh. It was bad business. Um what do, you, what do you do to deserve that? I missed the layup at the end of the game and got mad. Oh, that is the one thing. I am <laughs> I'm sick of him. I'm sick of every single play. If you watch him, he's not on defense. He's not playing defense. He's talking to the goddamn ref about what happened on offense. I think that's one of the, like Jason Kidd been kind of getting on him for that. And that's one of those like worst person, you know, makes a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is on him. And yeah, I don't even the book, like the book was yelling that he pushed off. Not even that he missed it. I don't think. And Luca felt the way um he was pushing off he was he definitely that's what i'm saying he definitely pushed off and he definitely missed the layup just like they definitely uh got the sons the fuck up out of here last year none of that helped him yesterday but luca puts on he 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 put he plays he plays the ref you know like he, he he's the one when he's on offense he initiates the roughness he's the one getting rough and then he's like the ref's gonna call something and most of the time, it's not going to be on me, so I'm just going to keep doing it. Yeah, it's, like, it is very funny. Everybody hates Devin Booker because he's a whiner. And I was like, hey, but y'all love Luca. Like, in this case, I, I thought it'd be people yelling at both sides. Um, I didn't really see D-Book yelling at the refs, but maybe it was just because Luca was. They couldn't split time evenly. I feel like Books is just that he's just a whiner in general. Like, people really do not like Devin Booker. I'll fight all of them. Well, he he probably would too. Mad about that. They mad about that pickup game where he said no double teams. I think that honestly, I think that's the that's worst a, strike on his resume. Not even kidding. I think when that came out, that was low key. A lot of people were like, "Like what the?" People were very outraged by that. Like anything since then, the whining to the refs or uh, talking trash to Luca, then they three one or got him out of there in Game Seven. I feel like since then, since the no doubles and. Summer team. That's where people was like, I've made my Devin Booker decision. Mm-hmm. What superstar didn't play? Of course, they all do, but it's to a point where another Luca got be crying every dude, play. It's he, bad. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's, like Tatum. Sometimes it's particularly bad with Tatum. It's like, brother, your team is down the court. <laughs> this uh, is um, not the respect the game, respect the referee group of people in this room. So we're complaining about this. It, it's legit complaints. Like Randall gets a lot, does a lot of this too. And sure. it's it's more like you get a, you get frustrated when they they're just you're playing four you're literally playing four or five a couple times a game, right? Like like the ball like the 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 other team has the ball at, at the three point line. Luca's in the paint and he's looking at the ref with his hands up, just yelling at him. And the play is just going on all around him. It's <laughs> it's absurd to watch. Yeah, and I, I think Grum says like, can you do? They all do it. Can you do it on the move? <laughs> right, like Embiid, Embiid's getting back. Like, hey, come on! Uh, you do it during the timeouts, during like the right. break, like in, with dead balls. You know, it's, like he, he, he's doing it while like the plays run around. He's like going through switches, yelling at the ref at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> he switched people off so he can. Get, no, you take him. I gotta take. He hit me right here. Um, 
Yeah, they. This is not saying Luca's the only one that does it. That's why I'm like, wow, they. I'm at a book and not everybody that does it. Interesting. We talking about this game specifically. Yeah, everyone does it. We know, but it was yeah, Luke was bad. It was tough, and I mean, he had 19 free throws, so he was. It works. Doing, yeah, doing some mauling. <laughs> Jumper wasn't falling, but he was getting it in. Um, Running back yesterday. What? Okay. Okay. He don't want about nothing. Uh, who else played? Oh, the Lakers. Another big win. Do they need LeBron James? <laughs> Better without him. Ewing theory with the the, the goat. <laughs> Do they need LeBron? Do they need D'Angelo Russell? And why can't the Warriors win a game on the road? What is this? I, I don't even know what it is. What like, is it? Watching them, I'm just like they're just not scoring. They're just not winning the game. It's hard to tell what the what the reason is why. They still have seven wins on the road. They have seventeen games left. Ten of them are on the road. Do they finish with ten? I don't know, man. I don't know because when. A, can we see what's the word on Wiggins? I saw he was at like I don't know if it's like personal issues or personal. It's a family issue, right? Yeah, family. It's something, but and not putting it on him. It's like I don't know for these last seventeen. Can they get in any kind of rhythm if they don't have all their guys now? And Steph, yeah, Steph was back first game back. He he was quiet. I think I feel like he did most of his scoring. It was either like the third or the fourth. He had like six points or eight points for a long time and then went off. And close game, but the Lakers got up 20, I think, early. Like, a 20-point lead is really nothing mm -hmm. anymore. No, it just disappears so quickly. If Because teams just default to shooting threes most of the time. They just pull up, and if they start hitting them, it goes nowhere. Pretty much. Tough, tough look for uh, Looney. Not good Looney minutes. Uh, no, no. Minus, uh, minus 26 there. Why Dante 37 minutes plus two, Lou? Plus two. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Dante starting. Where's did Jordan Poole play? Oh, he did. Came off the bench. Listen, Dante a better defender. Probably a better passer, too. Paid all that plus. money to Jordan Poole to come off the bench and score 10 points. Okay. Listen, Clay a minus 27. That's uh that's a tough look. And he scored 22. Yeah, that's... Let the, can we see the standings? Yeah. Because I... You can tell me the Lakers are like the 9th seed. You can tell me they're the 6th seed now. You can tell me they're 15th. Somehow. Okay, Gold, Golden State's still the 5. Mm -hmm. So... Oh, muted YC. I had no idea that Golden State was still like where they are based on how people talk about them. I thought they were out of the playoffs almost. They were. It's they one were. of those like, yeah, like 11 okay, and a so, half. That's what I was like, from them to the Lakers is what? Five to the 11 C and that's three games. So it's one of those. Wild. They, yeah, they're, they kind of did what they were supposed to do without Steph. They still the road stuff is just weird. seven and twenty four on the road twenty seven to seven at home is 
ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, they went five and zero at home without Steph and Andrew Wiggins. Like how? But they're so bad on the road. It does not make any sense. It's got to be a that's got to be like a championship team thing. And like we can lock. I don't know what else it could be. Mm. Like what else could this is a veteran team that knows they can do it. They did it last year. A good bit of the same faces are there, so they're like, we can do this when we need to. But I don't know if they're getting up in the top four, so they might need to. Um, yeah, that's a whole lot of mid in here, Two really. Games back at Phoenix, though, that's great. I mean, Phoenix probably run away at this point, but still, I'm just surprised at how tight these, how mid the rest of the West is uh, outside of the top three, four teams. That's why Josh said he, they weren't worried in the West. Well, I... <laughs> Well, <laughs> I know why he wasn't worried. He's like, I'm not going to be there. Um, yeah. He said, if the West has something to say, I got something for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that, that stuff happened over. What do we make of Giles' latest, uh, incident? latest action? Yeah. Like, incident. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? It's like, it's like he got his driver's license. Like, he held it like that. Uh, like a Polaroid. Your grass, if you got her purse from across the room. Yeah, I got it. It's over here. Um, <laughs> I, I guess everybody knows by now. Yeah, he was on Instagram Live at the club, uh, shirt off, showing guns. <laughs> the wild sentence to say. I'm just like, man, you could have did all. You could have had the same exact night, and if Instagram Live wasn't on, nobody would have known. <laughs> Do we want to watch the things. video or? <laughs> sure. Uh, Why not? Why yeah. not? All right, let's see if it works. We'll see. I was going to say, if, uh, is the bird active? Fun. Good old fashioned fun. You got the split screen? Or are they going <laughs> Highlights on one side. Just in case yeah. you didn't know who John Morant is. Yeah. <laughs> the skin on the other. The, yeah, the one on the Grizzlies. They're like, oh, that John Morant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That was a textbook brandish. Why is he so excited? <laughs> Look what I got. Yeah, what? You see a kid uh, with some scissors. Hey, put that down. Hey, uh, that's, not, that's not the Key Glock album cover pose. Like, that's literally what it is, ain't it? Uh, Suspended at first, they said two games. Then the mm -hmm. coach was like, This will be indefinitely, which probably sounds like two games. No, which yesterday was one timeline. So, well, it was, I mean, it was just a terrible day all around for the Grizzlies. Like, they had that Dylan Brooks suspended for the technicals, and Brandon Clark out for the year, Achilles. <laughs> Seven said, that's how Kohler held up that, that prize fish he stole from his... <laughs> that's, that's what I said. I said, Kohler was like the exact same pose. <laughs> and also, someone in chat was wondering, that is that does look like the gun the guy tried to rob me with. Just a really crappy piece of dinky little shit. What if what if he sent in a sign to the school? He said, I, I, got, I got shooters everywhere down in Memphis. Um, I mean, I keep getting in those mentions because it would be very funny to be threatened by John Morant. That would be very funny. So, is he out of control? YC? Is he just a young man having fun? 
I don't even know. I'm not even mad. I just don't understand what he was doing. Like, I, I'm not even, I'm not, I think some people are, are saying, you know, that he's being very flippant about gun violence. And I'm sure that is true. But I have to admit that did not even cross my mind. It's just, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, what did he think was going to happen? Did he, was he like, a part of me wonders is like, was he like drunk? And he just was, is that the implication? He was drunk and he did like, he flashed a gun on IG Live and immediately was like, oh shit, I'm not supposed to do that. Like, what is the implication here? I feel like that's the whole, I don't know if you, I was going to say you need somebody there, but from IG Live to just holding uh, up in the blower on the gram, then there's no, there's no filter time. Yeah, you just. Like, you're saying, like, he didn't have to go on IG Live. He could have had the same exact night. None of us would have known. He could have literally just kept the gun in his pocket. He could have left the gun at home. He could have. There's so many. He could have things. He could have just brought. He could have brought it up anywhere, not like above here. (laughs) He could have just been branded, like, all down here. We can't see what's down here. What's down there? He wrote. He put it all the way up. (laughs) (laughs) So it was fully in the frame and his hand wasn't. Yeah, if you're gonna do that, you gotta pull out the the, uh, the Tommy. Yeah, you gotta uh, yeah, something you gotta hold with two arms, like the Stanley Cup. You got an indefinite suspension for the worst gun of a, for for pulling up a musket. That's gotta be. Yeah, that's that's where Silver's like we were disappointed. You didn't really pull that fire out on the ass. Is two games like enough? You would have been funny if he was on IG Live Party just pulled out a grenade and was like holding the grenade. (laughs) That would have been, I'd have been like, that I would have understood because I was like, yo, I have a grenade. Like, I might have been a little excited. Like, that's something to be like, that is a flex. Nah, I go crazy, right? If I had a grenade right now, I'd pull that shit out on y'all. It's Monday, Uh, (laughs) y'all. That's fair game. Yeah, grenade. Um, I don't think you even get a suspension if it was a grenade. Yeah, what if he put out the blunderbuss, like lit the fuse, and just like wait, like danced around, waited for like the gun out and all that shit to pass. Uh, M- pulled out a cross a crossbow, and he was like, <laughs> "M Silver's like, this is historical. This is just a history lesson. This is even that bad." Yeah. Nah, he pans to the left, and Silver's there stacking. I said, "No, what are you doing at the club, Adam? You should no, you mustn't be there." <laughs> um, yeah, I think they got him for the, the style of brandishing it more than the actual brandish. And then now Skip Bayless has questions. Oh, please play. Valid questions. Oh wait, let's uh let's not show it. Don't want uh don't want them to Oh fair yeah, We can listen to Skip. audio only. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I've called around the league to people I've known forever talking about job because I was so shocked by the IG Live, how brazen it was. And I had several people say to me, well, time out. Are you sure you guys on TV aren't giving him a pass here? Like you're not that? They're asking me, are you sure he's not that? Like he, he, that's just who he is, that he is about that life. And remember, he's thrown up the Crips sign. I've seen him throw it up two or three times. I I probably missed Mm -hmm. some other times. Do, what does that mean? Does that mean he wants to associate with the Crips or he got initiated by the Crips or he just he he has a dream of being a Crip? I, I don't know. Is he Crip curious? I, I'm just throwing this out that are, are we missing the yeah, Where is he on the Crip spectrum? Who he's been from the start. And we keep saying, no, you're just associating with the wrong people when he's actually part of the wrong people. 
Is that is the only skip? is he only a crip that, when he that, drinks? Is he? <laughs> he just gets a little crippy after a couple beers, man. Um, <laughs> One cigarette and becoming a crip, just you know. <laughs> Yeah, he, has he been initiated by the Crips? <laughs> yeah, did he? Does he throw up the Crip sign? Uh, I saw is him wearing a, a Chicago Cubs hat one time. Is he what a Crip hope, hopeful? Is he blue shirted <laughs> for the Crips next year? <laughs> He'll have to hit the combine and see. Uh, will he be? Will he be drafted to the Crip uh, rank? Who did he reach out to to ask these questions? He said, "I've been reaching He's out. I've been the whole him. league." Is he a Crip? Give it to me straight. Have you seen him wearing blue? The jersey's got blue. Yeah, uh, huh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Interesting. Interesting. Mm. What if Skip Bayless was like, I, I'm Grape Street, and i never seen him around my way. <laughs> He's like, I, went, I circled the block two times. It, was, it wasn't even active. Yeah, he wasn't there. <laughs> I went to your hood, and nobody knew you. <laughs> I saw I, someone tried to do that to NBA Young Boy, and everyone's like, he doesn't even live there anymore. They're like, he lives in Utah now. Utah now, right? Does he really? Yeah, yeah, in like yeah. a mansion, a huge mansion. Now. I, I saw something. I don't know if it was serious or not. Saying like he's kind of like a Mormon or something now. I don't know if that was a joke, but like, no, he's like I. Th- I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's like a, a bit just so to like get the. The people off his case or something but like he is very <laughs> the like, mormon bit he, he's i i've seen him on instagram live when people like threaten him he's he'll be like oh i'm not about that don't know i'm no he holds up the book of the latter-day saints <laughs> uh. he'll be like talking to someone <laughs> off camera and he'll be like they want to kill me i'm not about that man i don't want to do that listen once i find out uh sosa chief Keith is just like overseas just like painting now some of these guys reached like a like a very peaceful part of their life, and it's like, no, this is what I want to do now. So I, I just feel like Skip should know those things. And he and he tapped in. You got to check in with Skip Bayless before you uh, give a take on television, on podcasts, on the stream. It's twenty five k if you want to touch down to Skip Bayless's yeah. city. Twenty five k. Uh, S Prince let you know you, you got to kiss the very tightly tied Jordan 1 before checking in <laughs> boys is Chris Rock back oh boy oh boy I, I didn't have such a, a stronger reaction to it as, as, as some did I know Scoop hated it it was not I, funny dude. I, 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 watched, I was like I was the second half of it. I was turning my TV. And I, was, I was like, "It's still going." Oh my god, it's still going. It's not. Did y'all good. watch the? Did y'all watch the pre-show? Oh yeah. And also oh, yeah. the post-show. Kareem oh, yeah, Abdul-Jabbar like was on the post-show. <laughs> He's on the pre-show. Get his little too. jokes off. Get his little jokes off. <laughs> Kareem had a tight fight. Kareem said, "The ladies is looking good." Um, <laughs> it's been hot. Ain't it been hot outside? Ain't it? Ain't it just been so hot? It's been so hot. Uh, just because Will Smith is pussy, you know. <laughs> Wait for applause. Yes. Yeah, he wouldn't have stepped out Sindor like that. Yeah. No. What do we think, uh, school? What'd you think of the Chris Rock special? I mean, first the whole the whole pre-show is like it's like he died or survived an Yo. assassination <laughs> attempt. Was, he, he he gave my first start. He was a good father. 
like Arsenio was that Arsenio Hall comes out and he's like, I remember I I was the first one to introduce him, man, and it was just it was so amazing. <laughs> he killed it that night. Lord carry him now. Oh he's not dead, God. Dwight. He got slapped. <laughs> And then he comes out on stage and he does a set where he's like, oh, victim culture, I hate it. Everyone's a victim these days. Not me, though. And I'm like, what? What did I just watch 30 minutes ago? <laughs> I would never go on Gail King to do it. I'll do it right here on Netflix. Um... <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. I mean, that part was so funny. It's just like it was so weird and just like. The hubbub around it, having a pre-show at all, doing it live on net, the first live event on Netflix, all of it just culminating in making you remember, oh, yeah, he got slapped. Like, that is what happened to him to cause all of this is the in memoriam video of all the comics talking about him was was wild. And then I think the biggest thing I take away from it, even though there are a lot of people saying it was good, a lot of people were saying, obviously, whatever, um, you could tell from the audience they didn't, there were no big laughs. Nope. So even right. if you want to say, oh, that's your taste, you didn't like it, you didn't think it was funny, nobody in the audience thought it was that funny. We've seen Chris Rock specials before. Right. He usually has them rolling, dying. Not a single time did that happen during that special. Yeah. I. It was, what, like hour, hour and a half? It was, oh, it was fun. Like, it was almost two hours, it felt like. Well, I guess, yeah. With all the, together, but it was like, Dana I think Carvey they released, that, they released yeah. just the special now. You can't watch the pre-show or the post-show again, thank God. Um, it's like an hour ten or something like that. Okay, I feel like there's some funny stuff in there. I feel like you, if you just cut the first 30 minutes off, like the first 30 minutes sounded, that's where it sounded like so, like OJ jokes, oh, Kardashian I, jokes, huh. Elon Musk. Oh, that dude, uh, the Elon joke. That sounded like he got paid to make that joke. Like, Elon tossed him money. With to... everything we know about Musk, would that surprise you? Make it make it seem like I have a lot of sex. Uh, he was like, you know how much sex he gets? He fucks so many people. And I'm like, what? He's like the most sexless man in the world. Like, what? The... <laughs> Roby said, and I feel like a lot of people felt like this. I wasn't trying to watch 45 minutes of self-deprecating. Ain't Will Smith so much larger, larger than me. That was really just like the last 10 minutes. But I feel like if you chop off the first 30, that makes a lot more sense. Like I I love the stuff with like his with most comedians, I feel like when they bring their life into it, that's what makes them fun. Like when he's talking about his daughters and culinary school and all that, the stuff with his mother, I, him tricking now, stuff like that, I thought was pretty funny. But it's like we had to sit through Caitlyn Jenner trans jokes to get through. Like Right, and like COVID jokes, all that kind of stuff. Like it was like he touched on every cringe boomer take thing to get to actual oh, material. Without, without crossing too far also, which is Right, just kind of playing the hits. To, maybe yeah. to his credit, but it felt more like a trendy let me talk about how you can't do comedy anymore. Mm -hmm. Kinda. Let me talk about how you right. can't laugh at people any because but it seems like who was that just uh, his bipartisan attempt to, like, unite everyone around this? He's going to talk about this stuff to, to get people who, are, who really believe that comedy has been ruined to, on his well, side? Or, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. I think it goes... His, Chris Rock is closer to 70 than he is to 40. So if these feel like boomer or old takes, it might just be the, hey, the Chris Rock audience is now 60 years old. Real shit. So 
it's that and even even then like the end like the all the will smith stuff it i mean as most things they it, were funnier seeing them than reading them but they still weren't like funny enough to be like this was what i waited a year for it, it was more interesting than funny it was just more interesting mm -hmm. to say it was a little more interesting to feel like oh you're learning something about their relationship that you didn't know before kind of right like it was almost like nosy information like oh i know now a little bit about this like this fight that this feud or whatever it was like reading an article about some kind of basketball feud or something and where, where it stemmed from right and and he's he said like he didn't react to the slap because he didn't want to react in front of white people. That his parents raised him you, not to in front of white. People. Yeah, that's right. He said, "I can't let Scoop." He, he did it for school. Like he did it for you. I mean, I thought he said he said if it was Trill and YC watching, we would fight all night. We don't care what they see. It's just it's just crazy because again, he's on like Netflix. Like when they show the crowd, like there's a lot of white people in the crowd, and here he is. He's going in on Will Smith again. He's calling his he called his wife a bitch. He called her a bitch on, on Netflix. Like I, I've. Uh, the entire time, I was just like, yeah, I kind of get why someone would slap this guy because of things that have built up over time, because I want to slap him 30 minutes into the set right now, you know? Makes you realize why people, like, everybody really did hate Chris. It's like, interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And, and the yeah, other no, you're right. He's not 60. He's only 58. Thank you. <laughs> For the clarification. And the other thing, I, I really hate when comedians are like, oh, I support this issue, I support this issue. Let me do let me do 15 minutes making fun of it, being condescending about it. And then, oh, but I support them, I support them. But That's he, how I show my support. Yeah, I show more my support by making fun of them. You're part of the gang now, you know? Like, I'm making fun of you now, you know? So, stand-up sucks. It sucks. Boo. Boo. Down with it. Uh, it is it stand up or is it the one set in stand up that looks a certain way? Like all these guys, like these guys came up in stand up that looks it, the way they came up. It's like no, this is I'm getting pushed back. This is how I fight back right. against the cancel culture and fight back against all this. And to my with the clothes, it's like you ain't have no problem making jokes about his wife in front of white people, mm -hmm. but you didn't want to fight in front of white people. Yeah, no problem doing like the live show was in Baltimore where. She's from, I don't know how intentional wow. that was, but she's from Baltimore. Um, well, <laughs> nothing's an accident. Yeah, that's not an that's accident. That's one of those people like, why didn't he do it in Philly? Why didn't he do it in New York? He's not from Baltimore. Is it? No connection to Baltimore that I know of. That's so what people that, were saying. What other... They catch that. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is just the night it went live. And it's like, yeah, but come on now. They had, the, was, they, they had the pre-show in L.A. They did the pre-show in L.A. They could have done mm -hmm. the opposite if they want to. Netflix has access to whatever they want in Los Angeles and probably the world. Right. They could have done it wherever. He could have did it wherever he wanted. Nobody does and... anything in Baltimore out of convenience. Like, like, seriously, if you're like East Coast, then, yeah, it's not Philly, that's D.C., not, New York. It's not Boston. That's not a slight to like, Baltimore. I'm just saying that there's no yeah. – what would make it convenient? Everyone in the crew is from Baltimore or something? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Netflix uh, had enough money but not enough money to uh, for, like, a, a Philly show. To move it a couple hours north? Yeah, no. Yeah. So that felt intentional. It's also – you call her a bitch, him a bitch – but we saw what happened the last time y'all was in person. It just feels tough to a year later say, 
He's, well, he's big. bigger than me, but he's yeah, bigger he's, than me. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was. I didn't know that was. Uh, that was a thing you could say to 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 get into a fight. I wish I had known that. Yeah, in what, the past. What, well, now you know it's a way to get out of it. Like if somebody about to whoop your ass in the book, he's larger than me, and he has to walk away. <laughs> that guy has to walk away. School. That's just, or he's a bitch. I can call him a, a bitch thirty times, <laughs> and his wife was also a bitch once. It's like that that tweet where the girl was like, I used to have this boyfriend that whenever he would get really drunk, he'd try to start fights with bigger guys. And he'd always be like, oh, you want to hit a little guy with glasses, would you? I'm just a little guy with glasses. <laughs> Wouldn't hit a man in the back, would you? Um, which even to then, if he's saying, okay, I didn't want to, he bigger than me. People been bigger than you all your life. I thought the whole point of being a comedian was like, jab him with your words. That's where I was like, okay, he punched you. I was like, you ain't say nothing back? You ain't had none of them Red Table or August Alcina jokes? I thought as a comedian, you're supposed to be equipped to jab at all times. Except in front of white people. Except in front of white people. And he, he, he said something like, oh man, what was it? Oh, people keep asking me, did it hurt? Uh, yeah, it hurt. He was Muhammad Ali. Like, oh man, dude, he's made that joke like five times now. <laughs> Muhammad Ali, a, a very current movie that came out. <laughs> Like that's, I can't remember what comedian it was was doing a thing. It was like, I realized I, w I was cooked. He's like, I did some set, and the first thing somebody said to me was like, "Hey, you were talking about ordering a taxi. Nobody gets taxis anymore. Like it's Lyft or Uber, or you like you just lost the young audience right then and there." Not so fast. Taxis are coming back. They're coming big back. Are they? I've seen so many people on Twitter be like, "I don't even Uber anymore. I call a taxi. I get a taxi. It's just much better." I don't know. Taxis seem in a big city, in a big city at least, where you can get a taxi. I, was, I think in a big city, you just need every option you can get because it's mm -hmm. a big, like it's, it's just, a big city. Man, going back to the out of touches, it's just hard seeing comedians like that. You kind of we got the tail end of like Arsenio's prime. We caught all of Chappelle and Chris Rock and and their primes and their rise. It's so tough to see those that generation of comedians do jokes and then they say something about instagram and it sounds like it's the first time they've ever said the word instagram out loud like it's <laughs> it just feels so bad watching it like watching arsenio do like tinder jokes and like what oh it's rough it's watching your favorite athlete like be washed it's like they look the same why he not he looked the same he's as fast as he ever was and then he get out there and he's like oj joke I was, like, it's I was, it's I was on the Instagram man. last night and I was in the yeah, DMs. I, like, yeah. oh God, oh, please stop. Y'all know it goes down in the DM. Uh, <laughs> He's like talking about like the Kardashians. He's like, oh, I need Chris to get me a Kardashian. And maybe there's one we don't know about. Like, dude, that's like a joke I saw in MySpace when I was in middle school, dude. And that's like New Mexico says, like, when you get, he's been a millionaire for three decades. Of course he's out of touch, but it does make it, it's like, this is. I'm it's just tough to, to watch. Doja Cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but this is why, because he, he had a joke like that. It was probably 10 years ago where he, it was Rihanna then. So now it's like, if I just, I'm just changing the name of who I'll just say in 10 years, I'll just say who the next 
R&B singy woman is. I'm going to just say this shit just because I'm so far removed from it and the persons are so far removed from it also. But he absolutely is trying to fuck Doja Cat. Oh, for sure. Someone sent, someone sent me a screenshot. Dean showed me a screenshot of someone who sent him a screenshot <laughs> his name. of Chris yeah. Rock. Yeah, I'm saying his name. Of Chris Rock on one of these like like nothing serious apps. You know what I mean? <laughs> And it was really fun? just like it was just really him just like sitting in like his like gaming chair like it's like it's definitely Chris Rock's profile because it's like there's no picture of Chris Rock that looks like this. It's just so. Oh, he's Andrea, like, the celebrity yeah, dating. It app. wasn't no, but it wasn't. It wasn't even that though. That's why it wasn't. It wasn't Raya, which is crazy. Oh. It was like some other shit. It was like, like just a the regular guys like, one. Uh, I'm a regular. I'm just like regular man. Maybe holding like, the Oscar, yeah, like, like so you know it's him. <laughs> regular guys like trying to fuck, which is like. I'm shaming that, but I'm just saying he really he really out here. You know, that you don't want to be out here tweet. He ignored that and said, oh, yeah. I do want to be out here, and he is out here. And also, yeah. like someone said earlier, um, it's not surprising he'd be out of touch. Stand-up comedians are supposed to be, like, always on their game. They're always supposed to be working new material that's timely, doesn't age. You're or you to... adjust. You just yeah. talk about shit that happens to you now that you're a millionaire. Lots of people have done it. They do it in music all the time. It's like a regular person. You grow up. And that's what I, like, again, that's where the special started getting, like, any highlights started, I think, when he was talking about his daughter getting kicked out of school and culinary mm-hmm. school and all that. Because... It's yeah, it's like YC said, it's you don't live that life anymore. You can't talk about it. Give us the life you got. Like make that part funny. Mm-hmm. Or else you sound like the guy who's trying to fuck Doja Cat. <laughs> so well, that was that was that random was too. That was just he yelled it in the middle of another joke. He was just like, I'm trying to fuck Doja Cat. Chris, Chris Rock saying Doja Cat is just burning Doja Cat is just <laughs> burned in my head. It's just he had a, he's like, it's live, man. If I forget it, she won't know. Oh, oh the, the, the worst part about it is the second he said it, I was like, yeah, she probably will, too. She probably will. Scoob hating. Oh, no. no, she's just weird but like he, that. She's just straight. Three times, I, I, think, I don't know if she likes his type of gentleman. Think, yeah, first of all, I think, I think Big Scoop should get on the, on the screen and solo and it's, say, I'm trying to fuck Doja Cat and hey, see what happens. I, she was in chat room showing feet. I, that first 30 minutes, I bet you she was very into the first 30 minutes of the set. She was like, this is my material right here. I yes, like OJ this. jokes. Wow. Cancel um. culture. Get it out of here. This is the best. This is the set. Let me get my socks off for Who's you, the, Chris. The, do y'all know who Robert Kardashian is? Like, oh, Chris, please stop. Yeah, my brother, I'm begging you. Um, it was tough. And I guess I don't... Is he on tour? Because people were saying like, yeah, the joke sounded better in person, and then we heard him like in like as he was saying them, and I was like, I don't know, man, he might just be cooked. I'm I'm curious to see if he actually because I, I went to taping once where they taped a special, and they do they do redo jokes if they mess things up, like they do mm. at the end of the show. <laughs> Audience is supposed to like react like they you know they heard her the first time, etc. When he messed up the punchline at the end, I wonder if the Netflix version that's on now did he fix it or was he just disgusted and didn't retape it? The uh, emancipation concussion one. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 that's the funny thing about it too. Is like, had he not messed it up, it still wouldn't have landed that well. <laughs> like it just. Not, none of the jokes like killed. Nothing killed in that special. No matter how you feel about it, you can't you can't lie to me and say he killed in that audience. Yeah, 
and I guess my least favorite part of this, we'll take a break, is now it's just well, Chris Rock was never funny, and it's like we don't have no, to. Reach that's this. A damn we don't have to. Funny. We don't have to reach this portion. We can all say it. He has some great, legitimately great stuff. Even if even if there are crimes that you can commit that will that should allow people to rewrite history and say bad things about you retroactively, this Chris Rock being slapped and saying some stupid stuff is not far enough to pretend he was never funny or that or that everybody hates Chris wasn't a good show or whatever else or head of state didn't make you laugh the first time you saw it. I was gonna say that's one of my dad's favorite movies. Your so dad knows cinema. <laughs> Every time your dad it comes knows. on, my dad and uncle are like, oh, well, we got to watch this one again. Your dad know real cinema. Uh, Taylor said, I hope comedy and stand-up isn't dead. I feel like it's one of those, it'll never, true. like, there's just too many funny, innovative people going about it. We just don't know them necessarily yet, but I don't, did Netflix kill stand-up comedy? If you know, like, the, the older you get, the bigger the bag grows. You know what I mean? Like when when Chris Rock was giving us gold in the '90s and stuff, he probably made more than that Saturday night. Like you know what I'm saying? On all then all them specials combined. So now they they don't have to go away. I don't know how you work like go city to city to stay up to date, stay in touch. Because as soon as you get up on stage, they're gonna laugh. You Chris, even if they're not like he wasn't killing, but if he's working out a set, whatever he says, they're gonna laugh. How do you know what's how do you know what's in touch? Yeah. And then you end up trying to fuck Doja Cat. And I don't even stand up stand up these days. It's not like it was back in the day. Like back in the day, the goal was you wanted to have like an hour on Comedy Central. I feel like now the goal is, well, I want to go viral on TikTok. I need my I need my 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 clip to go viral. Then I'll get famous. I don't need uh, I don't need to get a, a set on Comedy Central. I just need to go viral and build that way, you know? I, I see too much stand-up comedy crowd work. I saw some dude talking about communism up there. He's like, oh, any communists in the crowd? And then just, one person claps and he's like, you know, you're an idiot. It's like, dude, I'm gonna I will charge the stage. I'll charge you're not funny. I'll charge the stage right now. I feel like that's the like that's where we you can't put any of your real jokes on TikTok. People mm-hmm. steal them. So you have yep. to put the crowd work. But yeah, maybe Pickles is right. Nobody was supposed to be famous forever in comedy. You were just supposed to have you. You were supposed to have your run, find you a lane, and you coast off into that. Lane. It used to be like Rodney Dangerfield, Richard Pryor. They would just have eighteen VHS movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Good it's old like days. It, it's like yeah. Listen, Muhammad Ali was uh, fighting anybody toward the end. Jesse Owens was racing literal horses mm-hmm. for money toward the end. Maybe this is where it all ends up, but I refuse to believe that the whole art form is dead because some old guys can't get off Chris Rock or can't get off uh, OJ jokes. Supposed to grind, grind out a career, you get a little desk spot in front of a microphone on Howard Stern, you press a couple buttons. That you make, wear a certain tie. Yeah, it makes and... fart jokes, and there you go. Then you do a show on CBS for like nine seasons. The game has changed. <laughs> No one wants to be on Saturday Night Live anymore. No one wants to work a 10-minute set for, well, I don't even know who hosts that shit. Well, I mean, I think there's something to that as well, though. I feel like that used to be part of the part of the rise was I have to be on Saturday Night Live for, like, uh, national Saturday. people to know that listen, I'm funny. Listen, listen, Saturday Night Live is still a very good bag if you can get it. If you can get on Saturday Night Live, you should take it. Anybody in any place. Like, it's they're still paying crazy. I don't care. It, it's terrible. And you take it with you forever. Yeah. 
yeah and it's just a thing that like it's like it's like going to one of them schools like it just is a thing still to this day and if nothing else it pays good is it the thing people aspire to though it's like okay of course i'll do that and get a bad but is it i feel like that used to be it's like i'm on snl snl writer or once you do that you can make the movies or whatever I, right i think i think part of it is I, look, this is just from very limited opinion just like i think that part of it is not so much that people don't aspire to things anymore it's just it's more realistic to get to get like it's more realistic to get somewhere doing these other things that we're talking about like it's a lot right. easier to have some viral tweets than to say i'm gonna get on SNL. like it's just there's just so many other ways to get on that i right. feel like people are just focused on other ways they're not saying i wouldn't be on snl if i could you know for sure it's like does Drewski need SNL right now? No, he don't need it. absolutely he don't need not. SNL. But but if um, if he had gotten that before, that's not Drewski. yeah, right. And if he had gotten mm -hmm. on SNL before any of that other stuff took off, he would have taken it probably. You know what for I mean? For sure, for sure. Maybe you know, <laughs> right? I mean, he, he's so, like I mean, I'm not gonna speak for him. He's like selling out shows now. He's like going on a, a comedy tour. You know. Which it's is a big and I'm not sure, commercial, and I'm not sure, like all, yeah. and I'm not sure if he just does if he does stand up or if he just goes to a place is funny and then brings out musical guests. Like you can make a good good money just doing that. Like I'm not sure if he has a whole you know 20 minute set that he does. Like I don't know that he does. I don't know if he needs that. If he need, I was gonna say, does he even need it now? Probably not. No, I don't think so. He just gets Probably paid not. to like be to like do a cameo in the house party movie. Mm -hmm. I feel like back I, that's how you know he's famous because a couple years ago he would have been the star of the house party movie and that would have been a big deal for him. But that's right. like now he cameos in that movie because he's a level above that. He's the famous one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, which is wild. Yeah. So I the game changed and the good ones, the funny people will adapt to it. That they, they right. always have. Uh, let's take five. Let's take a quick five. Let's get some thumbs up going on the YouTube. Subscribe. You could chat with the boys and myself. We'll come back and talk some Bones Jones came back. I thought the people were asking you about a certain soccer game yesterday, YC. I'll let you. I've never heard of it. Cut my uh, own vine. Cut my own vine. Yeah. <laughs> so let's take five. Uh, thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribe and chat. We'll catch you after the break. Welcome back. Happy Monday, hour two. Thank you for tapping in. Thank you for hitting that thumbs up on YouTube, subscribing to chat with the boys and myself. We had a fight this weekend, school. Yeah, we did. I'm hearing that Bones Jones is back. Is this true? <laughs> he's he's so back. I mean, he absolutely, completely uh, steamrolled Cyril Gone. Uh, it was... I, I came back at the wrong time. Chat talking about feet and toes. Oh, yeah, we were talking, uh, someone was asking, because uh, I guess John, his toe was all wrapped up in hurt. I, they made him cut it before the match, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, so he had he had his, I think, I don't know what, what the deal was, I think he had three of his toes taped together, and they said you could only have two taped together or something like that, so they cut it down the middle. Is that a law? Is that... <laughs> well, I don't think you're allowed to do it because you could make it, like you could turn your foot into a club, right? If you tape your toes together. I guess. I don't but they had <laughs> two but not three. Two is a fair game, three is a club and unfit for 
professional fighting? I don't know what the, I don't know what the deal was because they didn't take the tape off. They just cut it, so it was still there. It was very weird. Um, and I'm, he's got like a bad. T- I feel like the first Bones Jones fight I saw, he like dislocated that toe and like still won. It was like hanging on by a thread. Yeah, Jax Robinson says his fight first Chael Sonnen, he broke his toe out of his socket, so he always tapes it now. So they can have the toes tape, but not the actual foot. It depends where you are. That's different by commission. It's always different. You know, that's what they were talking about. They were like, we're not sure what's allowed in Vegas. It could be different here, you know? Yeah. I kept seeing seeing past-present pictures of, like, Jones. Did he move up or down to fight in this fight? He moved up. He went up from light heavyweight. Way up, didn't he? Yeah, went up up from light heavyweight. to He weighed in at 250 pounds. No, no, 248. Sorry, 248. Um, Cyril Gaon weighed in 275.5, and... He was 275? Not 275, 247, sorry, sorry. Oh, okay, I was gonna say goodness. Yeah, I was like, I know he's a stout boy. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, sorry, the Pepsi's hitting, the Pepsi is hitting. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so, I, I... Got the red head. He's got the red head, and he needs to retire. Cyril Gaon needs to retire. I have no, I have nothing else to say for him, with the the lack of preparation he put into this fight. Saying how like he didn't he he didn't train until they were in training camp, and the training or the, until the contract was signed, and the contract wasn't signed until as late or as early as he thought it would be. It, it was just it was like it was his first fight out there like it was his first fight he couldn't he couldn't get out of basic grappling exchanges he had no grappling he couldn't do any roll rolling ability whatsoever it was it was genuinely embarrassing like i it, the same result would have happened if i was in the cage like this same exact result would have happened like it was it was the first it was the fastest fight finish in John Jones' career since 2013. 2013, he had not won a fight that quick. And this was supposed to be the best heavyweight head to offer. The best. He, he looked scared out there. He looked shook. He looked shook. John well, I was going to say, did, did, did Bones Jones just look that? Like, if he is legit GOAT status, did he look that good or was gone, gone just that unprepared? Or both? It was just unprepared. He, he he was just unprepared. It, it was very hard to tell what um he opened the fight with a nut kick and then got instantly choked out. I see. <laughs> and it was it was I was listening to Morning Combat, which is my, the MMA podcast I listened to, and they were saying like John is definitely the goat after that fight, but it's hard to tell what's next for him. The fight wasn't long enough to know if he he's fast on the feet still if it's where right, we didn't really get to find out yeah we didn't get to find out like how he is striking wise in heavyweight because he just big brothered him bullied him like zero gone i'm gonna have to act it out because i'm not good at talking but like he goes for a big strike he overswings, and his back is to john and john just hugs him hands clasp Cyril doesn't try to fight the hands at all, and it's just on the ground and it's over. And um, there was he knew he was toast, man. What am I fight the uh, the grizzly bear? Get you from behind? What am I? Uh, I'm, this is, I'm is he now. This is he ain't fight nobody, Paul. But he did fight somebody somehow. Right. <laughs> I mean, what? 
Somebody said Gon had the uh, Mickey Mouse run to the title. Was he whooping up on a weak division? Oh, heavyweight is so bad. Oh. Heavyweight is the worst division. Heavyweights, it sucks. Everyone at heavyweight sucks. Like, there, there's no one. No one's even gonna challenge John. Like, they're 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 gonna schedule him for Stipe. Stipe is like, gonna be 41. He's practically retired. He's a firefighter, practically full time now. Like, he has no interest in fighting. He doesn't want to fight. You know, and that's so. the next fight for the champion. The guy that just took the belt. That's the. There's no other contenders other than maybe. The well, next, I get what well, since Francis left, right? Yeah, Francis is gone. Dana White says he's never coming back. They have Sergey Pavlovich, Pavlovich, who he's very good, but he's also he hasn't fought anybody. We don't know if he's actually good. If the same exact thing's gonna happen to him, if he's just gonna get wrestle fucked instantly, which I think he probably will. Also, you know, I just. So I don't see no. anyone really struggling with. I don't see Jones struggling really against anyone. Maybe Curtis Blades, because Curtis Blades is a very good wrestler. So he has that going for him. But the rest of Heavyweight is pretty much just like, hope I catch you with something and you're knocked out. And that's not going to work against John Jones, I don't think. He's just way too goddamn talented. So he. Does he lose the belt from fight or non-fight next? Like, his next suspension <laughs> or arrest or... <laughs> Who knows? I think we get one more fight out of him. I think we get one more fight before any uh, anything uh, nefarious happens. He was thanking God after the win, uh, which was very funny. He can't do it without laughing, which is very funny. So <laughs> He's back on the right track. Uh... After his next fight, though, if he'd like to party, I am happy to you know party with him if he'd like. He'll be happy to party too. So hypothetically, we won't get it, but Bones Jones versus Francis. Who would win that? Like is Bones that much above? Like is he that far and away? It's so tough. It's it's so tough. Um I feel like I feel like Francis would still win it because he showed some wrestling against Gon. Like he won that fight because he out wrestled Gon. Like that's why he won that fight. He had a bum he had one bum leg and he had to wrestle, you know? So I I feel like it would be Francis because he's just he's they the said Bones was the GOAT. That's what I'm asking. But Francis might have been on the way to being the GOAT, the heavyweight GOAT, you know? So John John is the John's only fought heavyweight one time. But I don't it's 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 so tough to say. It's really tough to say. But um I uh, John would probably he'd probably outpoint him and win that one. He'd just keep his distance and stay away. <laughs> you swayed yourself uh that quickly. Did yeah, the more I think about it, the more I think about it. It goes either two ways. It goes two ways. Either John po- keeps his distance, just beats up on him, points him, or Cyril sparks and knocks him out. Cyril's not going to win a decision there. He's not going to gra- grapple him to a win. That's not going to oh, happen. Yeah, I, I don't want to see Cyril fight not Cyril, nobody. Not Cyril. Sorry, Francis. Oh, Francis. Okay. Sorry, okay. Francis. Uh, Sorry. I'm reading the name on the screen. No, no. I got I just Just clear. I was like, Sid, he need to be fighting the, the CDL license, the paperwork. You're, Next, from the way Scoob talking. You're basically act. You're asking if like the the greatest of all time, who's possibly like gifted by God, versus a guy who like has gotten so much better in his career, and he hits like an actual like like young Demonte said he hits like a truck. You know, like he. It's 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 Jones is just a freak though. Like it might not matter. You could be you could be a truck. Jones might he'll just get out of the way and 
choke you on the little thing that connects the truck to the cab, you know? Like, you don't care. This for like boxing, man. We're never going to see the only fight anybody wants to see. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't. I, I tweeted last night. I don't care. I don't care who else in heavyweight John Jones fights. Like, I don't care if any other fight in heavyweight. Like, if he just, he was off, what, three, four years, just walk back to the championship? Yeah. How do you, how yeah. do you sell intrigue for in that? A heavier division. Yeah. And the heavyweight, just walk to first round, two minutes. And now it's like, no, we've, we have some intrigue. Yeah, so I choke out a hippo, says Jay. Maybe so. I mean, I'm 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 interested to see who they put him up against next. He's gonna steamroll him. I will definitely be on uh, John Jones in round one. Uh, if especially if it's Stipe, like Stipe, when they showed Jones called him out, he was like, "I want to fight Stipe because Stipe is considered one of the greatest heavyweights of all time." Mm. They showed Stipe, and Stipe was just like. He's just like, why am I? I don't want to be on screen, guys. Like, why are you showing me right now? Like, I don't <laughs> care. Who had the results of that poll in the chat? I saw that people were very uh, adamant about one of these guys being much better than the other, I feel like. But I didn't remember who was what. People were like, oh, you don't know fighting? <laughs> it could yeah. be for anybody at this point. Was it? Yeah, it was, was just it? like. I forgot Jones who and I think it was seventy. Yeah, it was. I feel like it was seventy thirty. No, for this fight, I forgot what the polls. Oh, my bad. oh, know? it was. It, I think it was seventy. John. I think the chat oh, okay. was on John. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I saw a lot of people saying that John was not was washed up though, or like couldn't, or it was heavyweight. He was gonna have trouble or something like that. But the, I guess the, not. There were there were so many questions. Like he hadn't fought in three years. Before he had left, he was like beating up like women he was on drugs he was like getting popped for cocaine like he was not he was part he was saying like oh i partied the night before the fight and felt like shit during the fight you know it was still winning right and he was still winning and then it was just like well he's going up in heavyweight no one's seen him at heavyweight the the clips of him they're just clips he doesn't really look particularly impressive in the pad clips and he just comes out there and it just doesn't matter. He just instantly shut everyone up. Like, look at the way, look at the way Cyril's looking at him. He like, can't believe it, man. He can't believe it. He's like, he's looking at him like, wow, I, I really can't believe That's that a, was that easy. Ish Wayne, right? <laughs> can't believe Okogi missed all eight. He three. said, this motherfucker beat my ass. Like, yeah, he said, what? we practiced in everything. And now, yeah, he's just back and. It is discouraging that he's back and there's just nobody like to fight well, him. Like they immediately it. said Stipe, and I was like, I've heard of that name. That can't be a good sign. Yeah, no, Stipe, by the time they fight, they, Stipe would be closer to 41 than he is 40. So that'll be a steamroll win. I, I, Pavlovich, I want to see Pavlovich just because he Pavlovich is also steamrolling everyone else in the division. He also hits like a trunk truck, but... I don't know about his wrestling. I, I I don't think I've seen it yet. So his fights are. Like, he's another guy who his fights are over way too quick, so you can't really see how good he is. That's how good he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My, we're not gonna get a second round, so take the lower. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, look, we can talk about how good John Jones is as a fighter. I don't mean to excuse what he's done and been suspended, like him putting hands on his woman and. Drunk driving out. We don't have to excuse that. We could, it could be both. We don't have to go yeah. crazy there. Yeah. And then yeah. the the more exciting news: 
Uh, Valentina Shevchenko lost her belt, the women's flyweight title. I think it was what nine or eight or nine successful defenses of it. Damn, Maybe that's a lot of colors. This fight lasted a little bit longer, or yeah, this, she just jumped on her back, man. Yeah, yeah, she jumped on her back. Valentina did the same thing she always does. She'll try a spinning kick. She gets a little, maybe it's frustrated is the word. She just wants to try something different. Did a spinning kick, and the second she spun, it was much like Cyril missing his punch. Ross was just on the back and taking her to the ground, and uh, everyone was saying, oh, she's not going to tap. She's not going out. She's not going out. And then, boom, tapped. And you could see on her face, like, her face was, like, the top half was bright red, and then, like, where the choke was on her face. They had her candy cane. Yeah, um. yeah. It was it was just, like, a regular face. It was insane. But uh, this fight was awesome. I, this was this was one of my favorite fights of the night. Uh, this is an insane number of strikes. They just throw like six hundred punches and kicks. Jesus Christ! Getting at it. Yeah, pretty yeah, four rounds, real scrapping. Yeah, pretty much every exchange was. I loved what Grasso was doing. She's because what Chev does is she fights very on the back foot. You know, like I'm gonna counter. You're gonna come in, and I'll be back already, and I'm gonna punch mm. you. But Grasso was going in and out, just like dodging like this. And it was, bo- Chev could not get in a rhythm. So anytime mm-hmm. Grasso comes in, she's hitting her two, three times. And then Chev's landing once or twice. So well, she's got the belt now. Yeah. So Grasso. now Grasso's got the belt. Um, I really, I, I like her. She's a good fighter. She's, she's got that dog in her. It's going to be tough to get that, get that belt from her. Uh, It'll be interesting what they do here. I, I assume they're going to give Chev uh, the immediate rematch just because she is considered like the women's flyweight goat. Um, but I would like to see Blanchfield versus Grasso because uh, Blanchfield is the next up and coming chick. I thought she was going to steamroll Chev. So I'd like to see her fight Grasso first. That maybe next? I mean, it's got to be next for Grasso. What's next for Shevchenko, like she had the belt for a while. Would she just go back to like back on the climb, or is she washed, or what? I don't know. She, I thought she lost her last fight. It was a, it was a split decision. Uh, versus, I believe it was Tatiana Suarez. I thought she lost. Uh, she has not looked like the Chev that rolls through everyone. Um, she looks very much like the I'm waiting to see what you do and then I react and you don't really win fights by reacting especially at least when the girls are as good as they are these days right at this level like she got her in a crucifix which is like where you get an arm and you pin it under your in between your legs on the ground and you're sort of like mm. laid out like this you can't defend yourself and Grasso got out of it. Chev, normally you get in the crucifix. That's it. Curtains. Fight's over. I, I think she landed two, two, three punches maybe on that crucifix. So, um, yeah, no, that was it was it was she does not look like her normal self out there. She's not just uh, rolling people over. Oh, it's Talia Sa- Santos. Sorry, not Tatiana Suarez. Sorry. <laughs> okay. That fought previously. Yeah, that fought Chef previously. Sorry, gotcha. sorry, but uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's 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 very weird, very uh, very very uh. She does just does not look herself, and she's constantly changing her fight camp. I don't know how I feel about that. Like they were talking, like it's a good thing, you know. Like every fight, she kind of picks somewhere else to go. Like this time, she was in Japan. I training. can see the case for that. Yeah, like. 
I see there's good things. There's good things to it. Like you're getting different looks, getting different team. But also, like, if you're not winning fights, you kind of want to find a place where you can settle a bit, I feel like. But she did win that last one. But I would say maybe you, she trying to find a groove or a team that feels right or a training yeah. place. Because I know it's like some that will do the same thing every single time. Mm-hmm. So if it wasn't working, she's like, no, nah, we need to. I got my ass whooped last time we was in Miami. So I feel like she's going she, to Colorado now. She won't be training in Japan, that's for sure, after losing. Mm. I mean, and, mm. and after the fight, she was saying, she was like, oh, I was winning the fight, except I made one little mistake, and then, oh, it's over. And I was like, she, yeah, was, she, she wasn't yeah. winning. I don't think she was winning when that <laughs> happened. I don't think she was winning. She sounded she sound like me, for real. I'm, yeah, like I, I one little mistake. That's all. I was in the lead until I did this one right here. And then after that, uh, <laughs> I had the red oh, yeah. yeah, I had <laughs> that's when Jack pulled out the, the blower. <laughs> um we had more news. Oh. Not fighting news, but Derek Carr related Ooh. news. That's right, that's right. The f- I had the first quarterback domino mm. to fall. Saint signed Derek Carr. It was four years. Do we have the money yet? Um, yeah, let's refresh this and see. It's got to be an update on the on the monies. I don't think so. Some somebody on Twitter, Chad, does somebody on Twitter does Field Yates or somebody if it's a four-year deal, we got to have some Let's see. Some money talk. But Derek Carr going to the Saints, which frees up the New York Jets who still need a quarterback. To possibly chase Scoob's quarterback. I, I don't know. because I saw Leroy, rest in peace. Uh, the, mm. the, the, the ghost of Leroy was saying that he's coming back to the Packers. So that ruined my morning. Four years, 150. Then this is from Rappaport. Saints and Derek Carr agreed on a four-year deal for 150 with $100 million in guarantees. He gets $70 million effectively fully guaranteed. 60 at signing. Another 10 in year three, vesting after year one. He structures his deal to accommodate the Saints' cap issues. Four for 150. Where Can, can you show me the uh, average annual value for quarterbacks now? That puts them um, just yeah. below 40. I, I think Sport Tracker, somebody will have that. What do we make of uh, Derek Carr to the Saints? Where are the Saints fans at? Did Saints fans want Derek Carr? Do we have any Saints fans? All, all I have to say is... We got some Pelicans fans. I know we got some Saints fans. That's uh, that's essentially the contract I'd give. Dan- I'd want to give Daniel Jones, more or less. Honestly. Yeah, like, first look, it sticker price is high. It's $150 million for Derek Carr. But that's why I want to see the average... Yeah, 37.5. Which puts him... Behind Matthew Stafford, right ahead of Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. I feel like this is the tier of quarterback he's in. That's kind of just what it takes. Like hitting unrestricted free agency will always bump the price up a little bit. Now, I think it's worth saying that Burrow's about to get paid. Herbert's about to get paid. Jalen Hurts is about to get paid. Dolphins shaky on tour. Mm-hmm. So they don't know, but they don't know about his fifth year option. But all those guys getting paid, 
will push this card number down in terms of like average quarterback. I don't think it's a terrible deal. Like he's a fine quarterback. You didn't give up any draft capital for him. I think he's better than Dalton. Ben says no one wants Carr. No, no, no. The Saints want whether they want him or not, they got him. So I mean he's the best quarterback in the division, for sure. It's a low bar, man. <laughs> but it, he's also one of the better quarterbacks in the NFC now, also. Because it, it is a low bar. Again, it's a low bar, man. I I just I still don't see think someone just brought it up, but why are people still so why are people so outraged that Daniel Jones asks for 45? It doesn't, I mean, giving it to him seems like maybe you don't give it to him, but for him to come out and that's the number that his agent put out there, what do you think negotiation is? Look what, look what Derek Carr is getting right now. You don't think him throwing out 45 and ending up at 40 is what he would take? Like Gino as well. I feel like all these like guys below that A tier, yeah, you just kind of wait to see what they get. I forgot Lamar. Once If, if somebody decides to pay Lamar Jackson... We'll push this number down. And yeah, what's Daniel Jones supposed to? No, I'll take I'll take less, man. I'll take twenty two million I, per year, man. I don't mind. I think it's the same thing that happened with Jalen Brunson last year. I think it's just the sticker mm-hmm. shock of people seeing these numbers, seeing um a mid tier quarterback get forty five or forty million dollars a year or thirty seven and a half. Just seems it just feels wrong because we haven't adjusted to what the real numbers are, what the real numbers dictate, where that actually places you in the hierarchy of guys. You know what I mean? Right. It's I feel like whatever number he got, I feel like the response was going to be this. No one was ever going to be, oh, Derek Carr got such a fair deal. Right. Because we've decided that Derek, and again, he's, he is fine, but with, bad, when we look through the quarterbacks, it's not a lot of fine ones. It can be a lot worse than fine. Like they... I saw the Dalton numbers last year compared to Carr's numbers. They weren't that great, but it's like, does anybody think Andy Dalton is better than Derek Carr? No. I guess the, I think the case would be, is he $150 million better? But we named the other quarterbacks in that division. Saints had a good defense. Didn't give up draft capital. They have, pick, they have a first-round pick now. Could they win this division this year? Probably close to it. If the other teams don't make like substantial moves at quarterback, they're just not going to be competitive compared to this. That's just, it's only so many substantial moves you can make. Like if Roger, if you don't get Rodgers or Lamar, then you're probably hoping on either a rookie or Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you can get a guy you know is fine. You're paying him fine money. Like we've seen bad contracts. I think, yeah, like Grum said, Stafford was the highest paid one time, and he was never the first best quarterback. This puts Carr at what number nine average value right now. And again, we'll see three, four, five guys get it's paid this drop. summer. Yep. Yeah, that'll knock that down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like Kevin said, Derek Carr got thirty-seven. It's crazy for Derek uh, for Daniel Jones, who's what five, six years younger, to ask for that so i've seen that there was the writer who wrote that jalen hurt should take less for the for the for the goodness of the organization and 
It's like that's not how this works, man. It always works out for the player taking less. Yeah. Cars stink. Bax, I don't disagree, but when you look at like the stink under him, I think you can argue you'd want cheaper stink. But again, they won what seven games? If you think Derek Carr can turn you from seven wins to ten wins, Tampa Bay won this division this year with eight wins. So does make you a Super Bowl contender? I would doubt it, but you got to start somewhere. I wonder if he even has like a typical Derek Carr year as far as individual stats. That's probably a successful year for the Saints. Like, I just think the context matters. I know the numbers are sure. the whole story. I watch, I feel like I watch the NFL closer this year than I have in several years. And you can see how those like not so bad numbers are are bad in real game terms and real game situations when they just piss away a game because they're terrible but right. he's not that bad and they've just been so bad at quarterback the saints have been i, I don't know they their cap issues it's not like they could have freed up the money to do anything else with it i don't know maybe i'm i'm not i'm not moved either way about this i don't think it's that bad i think it's fine yeah, and I guess like if you're a Saints fan, it's probably not what you want to hear that you just gave 150 million dollars to Fine. But yeah. again, if Fine can be the upgrade, uh, Amherst, there's no yeah. pick comp because uh, the Raiders cut him, so they don't have to give anything up. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Yes, they will not get the comp pick. Before we saw how many years this was, I was curious for them. They have a pick at the end of the first round. I was like, would they sign Carr to be a bridge quarterback and take Levis? Now. One, I don't think Levis is there. I feel like he trended back down, and I feel like his stock leveled out. But if their four-year deal, 150, that feels your guy for the foreseeable future. For the reasons that we just said, you can't easily upgrade on this guy. So, I think yeah, I, I think it's fine. I'd rather have him than taking a shot on a quarterback late. Or going with Dalton or Jameis again, like you know, those guys aren't pushing you over a hill. At least here, like you can sell their car. Like he's 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 shown some flashes. Fine, yeah. Like he's he's fine. He's not like a superstar, but it's like we've you said a hundred times today. We've said a thousand times on this show. Like the bottom of the basement of quarterback is really bad. You don't want to be there. And they're coming off. Yeah, they may have the last. If they have the last place schedule, maybe you have some easy schedule luck. Olave's real. Dead. I don't know what happens with Michael Thomas or Kamara, honestly. So it's like I don't know if he'll have some weapons or if they'll have to immediately go to work on getting him some. But the defense is legit right now. I know he likes Dennis Allen. I know the last time he was his head coach, I think Dennis Allen was fired four games into the season. So yeah, Dennis Allen drafted him that year. Hmm. Andy Dalton to Andy Dalton shouldn't go to one. They're not my Falcons, but Andy Dalton shouldn't go any. Shouldn't he just stay? I feel like the best Andy Dalton is a backup quarter. Like he's just a very solid backup quarterback. Yeah. Is he going anywhere to to start? Uh, no. I saw Derrick Henry's on the trade block. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Drippy. Y'all want some Derrick Henry? Y'all trying to trade for some Derrick Henry? I mean, it depends what the asking price is. Uh, I'll, I'll trade. How much? How much would you give up? I'll trade a third for some Derrick Henry. Third, fourth. I'll give. Maybe mm, could talk me into a sec, a conditional second, conditional second. 
Why well, say you want some Derrick Henry as Saquon insurance? I'll pass. <laughs> You'd rather just have Saquon or uh... I'd rather just have Saquon. I imagine I imagine that uh no no running back is 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 a, a good investment. I just I'll go with the I'll go with the guy I know who's a little bit younger. Derrick Henry though. Oh, he's he's great. I just don't know. Next year he could be terrible and it wouldn't be a surprise. I mean they just fall off all of a sudden. Can we click that article if you I'm just curious his contract. Because if it was like one or two year contract and it was a team, it's like, yeah, I like we'd maybe get a late second for Derrick Henry. I could see that. I guess I don't know what they expect to get for him. Let's see. Henry base salary of ten and a half, none of which is guaranteed. That's interesting. Titans were to trade him, they would save six million dollars. Is that even enough? Is that worth enough for the Titans to trade him? I guess depending on what they get back, right? Yeah, uh, I guess. I mean, if you're saying he won't have any value in a year, we should get something. I, I feel like this is what the GM that got fired was basically trying to say. Like, this team is not it. I'm trying to plan down the road. Yep. And they didn't see the vision till they saw the vision. Like, I, on one hand, he's been he's had 300 carries a year since he's 14. And on the other hand, he's Derrick Henry. Like, I think he's just proven he's different to some aspect he's still a running back so yuck but what is the titans offensive what is the titans offensive line like too because they're they're Mm. talking about how he's kind of falling off he's 29 his yards per carry fell but is it bad context also right well i know they how how much pressure was Tannehill taking off the top or taking off the line they let what's his name go uh taylor lewan so probably retooling the line it's probably a tear down here for them to be honest I, which for the GM was like, I've been trying to tell y'all that I got fired for having the vision too early. I show me Tankathon if you can, Scoop, because I'm trying to. I just feel like there are teams that like a late second to where it's like we're kind of not concerned what Derrick Henry looks like in 2024 or five. Show me like bottom of the second round picks, like if the. If the e- Miles Sanders is a free, I don't know what they're going to do. I feel like the easiest move is probably just franchise him. But I don't know who else they have to figure that out. Bills? That's interesting. Bills is kind of interesting. I think Bengals is kind of, just because I know P. Ryan's a free agent and I know they can cut Joe Mixon without a whole lot of hassle. And if they're just like, hey, man, we think we can win the Super Bowl this year. I like, we, we, yeah. 61, like for the Panthers, I would not. Like you're trying to build a young team. I'd want more young. They have teams. good running backs too. They have like good yeah. young backs. Like they cooked after they traded McCaffrey. So Panthers, not so much. Eagles 63 is interesting because we know they have a, like if your power run game is the Eagles offensive line, Derrick Henry and Jalen Hurts, they, all, they stay out of short yardage forever. That feels like a, if they want to, Trade out Miles Sanders, like if they want to move on from Miles Sanders, sort of thing. But I just didn't consider it like it would be a luxury for the Eagles to have him. Definitely, yeah. Chiefs sixty four. Let's say top of the third. I just don't. I don't know how much more you get than a second, like even a late mm-hmm. second. And for some of these teams, what Broncos? Because I was. I feel like most of these teams, like the Bears, are young. They have no reason to trade for Derrick Henry. Same for the Texans. Same for the Cardinals. Broncos and Rams, 
Mm-hmm. Broncos pick 68, 69, 70. Those are teams that's like, no, we're looking to get back in the mix. I with the Broncos the profile just of team that's the profile team obviously you're looking for a team that's kind of in the mix or championship contender one of those types the Eagles don't value running backs they never pay him smart smart <laughs> um, I could see the the Broncos because I guess Javante's knee is like really wrecked like it was a major I think they said it was worse than they thought or he, his I don't know if he had a setback but it's seeming like his recovery is going a little slower than they anticipated yeah, Hendon Hooker pick for for Derrick Henry, Carr and Henry. You could do it again in that wag division, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe. I don't think it's crazy. Uh, Rams are just because they just went like Cam Akers, and they generally don't care about picks. Anybody else like Texans? No. Jets, uh, like I think Brees will be back. They won't need it. Falcons, no. Like Algier, the best running back there. He was a six round rookie. Well, the Falcons, I they actually might have had a running back because I did see. So it, it, maybe it was the GM or something. He said, you know, it's it's good to have a lot of guys back there because anyone can get hot. So. so he said, don't count out, don't count out adding someone else back there. You know. I think they should add another six round rookie that runs for eleven hundred yards. I think that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I was I would just add an, I, I'd only draft Tyler Algier in the uh in the sixth round. Could see maybe the the Patriots. Uh I think they're they're letting uh what's his name go? Not not Ramondre, the other one they have. Harris, uh, Damian Harris. Yeah, they're letting Damian Harris go, I think. So could bring in Derrick Henry. I mean, I'd heard like the DeAndre Hopkins talk to them. If they just like, we'll just trade our second and third round picks for proven vets. You can't do a whole lot better in terms of proven vets than Henry and Hopkins. Mm-hmm. If you know, like, hey, our draft record hasn't been so swell. Dolphins is interesting for Henry as well. I feel like they, I don't know if they would spend the capital on it. But if you get into like a third round, at a certain point where it's like, okay, we don't, if he balls out and walks, we don't care because it was the 78th pick, the 88th pick. Jalen Ramsey, I think, was on the, the trade block. I feel like he could probably get a first rounder. Yeah, and I think Leonard Floyd also, they're uh, going to trade or cut if they can't find someone to trade. I don't get why do teams do that? Why do they say, oh, we're going to cut him if we don't find a trade partner? I feel like it's pretty much telling their team or like you and your agent find who wants you, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like if we if we can expedite this and like and we'll get a day three pick. But you can also just find like, hey, the Steelers want you. We can work something out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Let me see the first round again. I want because I I think Jalen Ramsey could get you a. First round pick, probably in the twenties. Even though he costs twenty million, that's kind of not that much. Like he's, I think he's locked at like twenty million average over the next three years. So you know what it is. He's still young enough to where I think he got to be like twenty seven, twenty. Like I don't think he's old enough, like that old. Hmm. With the Eagles, twenty eight. He's twenty eight. So if you get mm-hmm. him for twenty eight, twenty nine, and thirty, twenty million, not terrible. I feel like he didn't. I think he still made all pro. 
don't know if he had his best year, but that team wasn't its best. I, I, like with the Eagles do 31. They're about to lose. Uh, it was a Bradbury, I think, is a free agent. He wants a new deal. I, don't they all, man? Mm-hmm. Don't the Bengals? Bengals starting Eli Apple back there. I don't think they would ever do it, but it's like, I, do we want to roll it with the tight end or get the corner we know is good? Yeah, that's that, that's what I was going to say. If, if, if you're one of these teams that's thinking, like, draft, let's draft a guy 26, I would rather just move that pick for Jalen Ramsey. Like, if the guy you're drafting is good, you're going to have to pay him eventually, so why not just rip the Band-Aid off and pay the guy you know is good now? 26 is YC's Giants. Like They got y'all taking a corner. Hmm. Would you roll the dice on a, a rook, or what if it, was, if it was 26 for Ramsey straight up? I'm doing it if he won't. I'm taking the yeah, phone. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about this draft class to be perfectly honest with you. But if we're taking a corner, which I don't necessarily believe that, but we definitely need the help. <laughs> I feel like it's a. I've heard it's good class for corners, but also in twenty six, you definitely taking like what's still left. We like haven't Witherspoon, uh, Christian we haven't, Gonzalez. Those guys are longer. We say. haven't have good luck uh, scouting corner corners lately. I feel like so. That's part of the equation for sure. It said here that uh, his his cap hit is like twenty five million, but he has no guarantees after that. So I don't know how hmm. that factors into if he's going to play disgruntled because he doesn't have a new deal, or if he's a a cheap fix for next year. I just feel like the Giants, um, like I don't know if the Giants maybe the Giants will make the playoffs next year. I think they're a little bit this year they were ahead of schedule, so I'm not wow. sure if. Jalen Ramsey fluke. is is a guy, not a fluke, but it feels <laughs> no. You so you said it. Fluke. <laughs> it feels a little ahead of schedule, so I'm not sure if uh, a veteran cornerback like Jalen Ramsey and not and not giving him a new deal unless we think he's the guy to lock in for the next four years. As I, I look at it, believes that, but this feels very Cowboysy now. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He's gonna be. I would. Tr- they'll trade 27 for him in a heartbeat. But they just franchise tagged um Tony Pollard, I believe. Chat was saying. Oh, did they? Yeah, let me okay. uh, let me confirm this. That's interesting because I didn't know what they were gonna do after the after he broke his hurt, right? leg, yeah. ankle. Yeah, like late in the season. So if they fran maybe means everything's going according to plan. Or they got some good news. Yep, they franchise tagged him an hour ago. Okay, that's interesting. Jay, uh, Jerry Jones would absolutely trade. 27 for if they could make it fit cap space mm-hmm. wise he would Jalen Ramsey's a name man Jerry Jones likes names and that defense that defense <laughs> that would be good they need a guy like that they've got um Trayvon Diggs imagine having Ramsey on the other side of the field you got to throw to the ball hawk now because the other guy's locking down that's where it's like yeah, Giants and Cowboys picking one pick apart, but the Cowboys are like, this is their schedule. They're supposed to be winning 12-plus games competing. The Giants are on a trajectory up. Would the Giants want to fast-forward it? I don't think that they... They probably should. I don't think they will or should. Cowboys, maybe. Even if I might would just rather... If Ringo's right there, I might would just rather take 
roll the dice on Ringo. I think, I think that I think fat, fast forwarding the trajectory is more of a question of whether you can versus whether you want to. Like obviously everyone mm-hmm. wants to be a contender sooner than later, but I don't know if adding Jalen Ramsey to the Giants and whatever other moves they're going to make is going to have right. them compete with the Eagles for the division. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I guess you could flip it and say depending on what happens with Daniel Jones and Saquon, who else is getting paid on the Giants? So it's like, do we want to pay Ramsey right now while we have some? But again, if Daniel Jones gets $58 million a year, then <laughs> there goes your cap space. What about the Bills there with that 28th pick? They got ripped apart in the playoffs. The secondary gave up what, <clears throat> tons of yards. So I feel like they... Like, I, I know Kanta, he's the one that he just ran the good 40. I would probably go front seven. I'd probably go offensive line if I'm the Bills. That's where I see it. It's like they want to run the ball, and I don't know if their line gives them the ability to do that. It feels like, it feels like the way the NFL set up, there's not a lot of good veteran trades that make sense mm-hmm. for teams unless they are contenders, essentially, because of the way contracts right. are, because of how cheap and productive um, – day one picks are it feels like most of the time where when a veteran's on the block even a good veteran like a, a ramsey or someone else or, or you know d hop or whoever it always feels like those deals only make sense for people who who might win their division or conference you know right and that's why i was looking like bottom of the if you're picking bottom five or ten you got to be thinking we we can get to a super bowl like would the Vikings twenty four? We just heard like they had the worst defense and everything. Flores and drop Ramsey in there. You know they have Patrick Peterson. And I mean, I was just gonna say they've got a history of acquiring guys from other teams already, like Peterson. Mm-hmm. So because it's let's say the beginning of the second round. We'll take a break in a second. I was trying to like, is there a team that would the uh, Steelers? Would the Steelers be like, hey, we can't give a first, but this is essentially a first. This is the 32nd pick. They've probably already, they're probably already on the phone offering yeah, it, to be honest. Would they be, that was the Chase Claypool pick. So it's like, hey, would we t- take the opportunity to turn, turn Clay's Chapel, yeah, ch- yeah, Chase Claypool into, it fucked me up, boy, uh, into Jalen Ramsey and have him and Minka Fitzpatrick back there? Because the other teams, I feel like, yeah, like two young wouldn't really make much mm-hmm. sense. Seahawks? Nah. I, but I, we I don't I don't hate the Seahawks doing it. They got wool in there. They but they they're good at drafting, so they probably wouldn't actually. Everybody's good till you miss a draft though. Mm-hmm. That's one of like the Seahawks, they've been in this kind of lull because for a while they weren't good at drafting. At all. So I was like, did we figure something out? We got Russ off our back. Cole says Lions. Lions is interesting. Where's the Lions second? Because they have two firsts. And where's well, their second? Their first, one of the first 18. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to give up for him, I would think. 18. That's a little. If I traded back, then, or if you trade something and then the Rams are giving up, was it they got like a high second? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they send us something back. Man, I don't hate Lions. Getting some secondary help. But I feel like most of the teams will probably just wait it out. Would you say? Why say? I said they got Bijan going 19 on this. That's interesting. It's a choice. 
Yeah, I just wonder what your thoughts on that might have been. <laughs> what team should they have? Tampa. That would be the worst draft pick of all time. <laughs> like they literally That's exactly why it'll happen. They're starting Kyle Trask at quarterback. They can't draft a running back in this draft. It's like if I know they had the worst interior offensive line last year. It's like if you think all three of those guys are gonna be healthy again. You probably still shouldn't be going. Like a defense is not young. Mm-hmm. You don't have a quarterback. I feel like they're moving trade back. I don't. Not that you get a whole hell of a lot trading back from nineteen, but if the options are like the best running back prospect in the class, I personally, it's a no for me. Do they have Jameer Gibbs first round? You get uh, Jalen Jalen Ramsey and another pick for a, for a pick in that range. You get some like, draft comp back, maybe. As I say, if you send Ramsey and they send their second round pick, and then the Lions get eighteen or whatever it was, they've got Gibbs going fifty second. That that might be a little low. I thought he might go like not first round, but earlier in the second round. And just uh. For a little perspective here, J- I think Jalen Ramsey is the second highest cap hit for cornerbacks. So that That's you, says, yeah. yeah, you are acquiring that if you try to acquire him. But it's worth it, you know. Like he, I, is, say, I think he's also made All Pro yeah, the last but, like two, three years. So like this, for one year too. Yeah, like this isn't like a a situation where it's a guy who's over the hill. They're just trying to get rid of. It's just a team that's tearing it all down, trying to get anything, you know. And that's where it's like, I don't know how picky the Rams could exactly be, but if a team is like, no, we think he can help us, and then we're also interested in paying that next con- Like, we wouldn't be able to sign Jalen Ramsey in free agency. Let's go. Calvin Ridley got reinstated. Let's go. Oh, Scoob jagging off his back? I drafted him in the one best ball I've done already, so <laughs> I, knew, I knew he was going to get reinstated. And now he's reinstated. Interesting. Interesting timing there. Um, <laughs> Gamblers always win. That's right. Every time. Uh, I did have some <laughs> combine clips uh, before we go to the break. If we want to show them, uh, just the uh, the Steelers uh, coach getting thrown. Let's. Uh-oh. Oh no. Nope. Uh oh. <laughs> Out the club. We ain't doing no hash today, my guy. Those, those shoes aren't gonna cut it today. You gotta no sneakers, no sneakers. Yeah. You, Isaac showing ankle. Yeah, you gotta draw straws or something. Like, how do you decide which coach is gonna be the? Like, I'd rather be the wide receiver, one of the cornerback. You just tell him like right, left, <laughs> right, front, back. This guy's like, man, I gotta get out there with the with the young boy, and they hungry too. <laughs> and, and then, he kinda, he, he, you trying to hit the defense in like a, a defense, like a edge rusher move, you know? Right. You really got into it. Right. And then this is how Aaron Donald does it. I saw uh, Pat Fryermuth quote tweeted it. He plays for the Steelers. He said, oh no, with laughing emojis and then tag the coach. <laughs> Tagging him too is bad business. Oh, and then bad business. It's one, one, one other one. Crazy. Yeah, this is just nuts. Uh, Darnell Washington pushing the sled. Uh, Like the whole sled, like not. This is the other guys for? How do you draft any of these guys after this? Oh, 
This is the get other tight end. Get these whiteys out of here. Look, yeah. look at this. Come on, man. Pathetic. <laughs> he could have picked that up. Darnell Washington could have picked up the sled like a child and just carried it to the end zone. Burped it. Oh, my God. He might score a touchdown. Yeah, it's pushing a shopping cart. I, he might just be Gronk, man. What if he's just Gronk? No, I would take this guy first. I, I wanted to say, like, the Bengals pick, we were saying, like, oh, you, they can't take a tight end here. That's a tight end I would take there because that's a guy that will block. He will, he will catch. Like, he'll do everything. He's just going to manhandle everyone, it seems. Giants at 26. They need a tight end. That's the only tight end I'm taking in the first round is Darnell Washington. I'm not taking any of those other guys. I'll take the six seven six eight guy that pushed the sled twenty yards and they had to beg him to stop. <laughs> is he too tall though? It's bad on leverage. Low man wins. He's too tall. I, I saw people saying that like he didn't even he doesn't have good footwork and I was like he doesn't need it. Look how look how far the sled's moving. He doesn't need footwork. I like what we've seen. There was I think it was. Zach Kuntz, he's transferred from Penn State to somewhere. He had like a perfect 10 athletic mm -hmm. score. And I was like, that's the uh, stat Coley brought up last week. Like the guys with the perfect athletic score, they do well because they don't go in the first. Somebody's going to take Michael Mayer and uh, Ken K. All these tight ends are going to go in the first that aren't the freak athletes. And we're going to look up wondering how did this not work out. Yeah, Zach, I don't, I don't know if it's Kuntz or Kuntz. I don't know if which one is better or worse. For him, I this is my guy. I, it, sight unseen, in on him. Give me an athlete. He was projected to go like day three. He'll probably go day He's two now. Six eight. Jesus Christ. He is a whopper of a human being, and it's nuts. Yeah, Penn State to ODU. Like he wasn't. He didn't go to no high flying offense. I feel like he had to do some real blocking. He had to like, search for himself. Schools. So yeah. also, I, I feel like I've seen way too many ten point ohs. Like, I know athletes are getting better, but if everybody's a 10.0, then what are, we, what are we doing? Feels like the scores were awfully high this year. A lot of high ones, but there's a lot of low ones, too. A lot of guys just... A lot of stinkers. Bad. A lot so, of stinkers. Uh, Maybe we're just paying attention more. Maybe there's more of them. Normally, I feel like they didn't used to give them out for every single player that goes, you know? Yeah, I mean, we're just realizing, no, every single athlete in the NFL is a freak, an absolute freak, <laughs> a 9.8 freak on the freak factor. Mm -hmm. But let us take a quick five. We'll come back. I believe we, we may have some jam packer back to, uh, to answer for the Celtics crimes this weekend. We will see. Let's get some thumbs up going on the YouTube. Subscribe so you can chat with us. Five minute break. We'll come back and close this Monday out. Welcome back. Happy Monday, hour three. Thank you for tapping in, subscribing, chatting, thumbsing, upping with the boys and myself. Do we have the, some quad box action? We do. I got to get you back on the screen. School's got some work to do on the fly, but Hollywood Packard is here. How are we feeling, Packard? Uh... Things have been better here in Boston, uh, I would have to say. But, you know, generally, I'm on spring break right now, so relaxing, feeling good, not constantly doing law talking. What uh, what happened in Boston? What I miss? Um, Bad weather this weekend. I don't know. I'm not really sure what else happened. Uh, I wasn't really paying attention. Um, but that – oh, and they gave up two giant leads in the fourth quarter to two New York basketball franchises uh, and – 
the vibes are generally low in in Boston. Uh, it's it's because these these real jerk New Yorkers like Mister Young Costanza over here wearing their orange yes call his name orange blouses. They get they're very excitable, <laughs> understandably. Uh, nine wins in a row, I believe, for that uh, that squadron. Um, but they tend to get a little loud. They tend to get a little in your face, a little rude. I might say, I might say, uh, and I don't, I don't personally care for it. Um, I, I had this long dormant hatred for the New York Knicks and their fans that has been, it was, uh, awoken, I think two years ago and it got, kind of came back to sleep. And then, um, over the past two weeks, it's, it's flared back up. I can't What's stand the hatred. The Knicks haven't been good over your lifetime. Well, well, exactly. He only hates, he only hates exactly. us when we're good. Apparently, that's the problem. He said, <laughs> he did, he he said two me. years ago and last year. I don't yeah, know what I like, wait a minute. And now uh, this year, I hate him again. That's interesting. My hmm. hatred directly correlates to the volume of Knicks fans. Uh, there is no louder front-running franchise than uh, the New York Knicks fan base, and I can't really the get Phoenix angry. The Phoenix Suns just not exist, Jam. Come on. No, <laughs> no, they don't. I've never interacted with a Phoenix Suns fan in my life. I've interacted with plenty Valid. of New York Knicks fans. Valid. Uh, so, sounds like Jam didn't pay the 25 k to touch down in Emmanuel Clickley City. That's why he gets harassed. I was, was going to go to New York City this weekend for spring break, but then the, the, the price was too steep. Emmanuel quickly came into my city and played 55 minutes like a maniac. Hey, Who does that? y'all all spring. Uh, he's very good at basketball. I don't know what else to say about Emmanuel quickly other than he's quite good. And I think he's the best celebrator in the league. Like Emmanuel quickly, after he does something cool, can quickly go into the most casual skip uh, that just demoralizes your team uh, when he's like, and he, everyone throws up the threes after it, but somehow he does it with more pizzazz and more flavor. And it's like, he's having way too much fun out there. And I personally didn't care for it. Uh, I was just, I would say I was upset. And there was plenty of Knicks fans around me who stood up on every single possession for the entire game. And would just be constantly going, New York. And it, it made, I, I didn't care for Winners it. do what they want. It's yeah. him in hell. I am in hell. It was not a good weekend of basketball here in, uh, for the old Boston Celtics. But y'all couldn't beat the other team from New York either. What happened there? Uh, that we kind of like treated as like a Harlem Globetrotters game. I'm pretty sure 36 seconds into the game, Jalen tried to throw a, an alley-oop off the backboard to Robert Williams. Nowhere close. That game, they just kind of just gave up, and uh, that was bad. The Knicks game, they kind of got back into it. It was actually like a very fun game to watch down the stretch. Uh, it just, uh, you know, I, I guess we're Celtics fans are all blaming Grant Williams now. It's entirely Grant Williams' fault. Um, so that's, I, mean, I guess, the, the company. Is it not his fault? Can you declare his innocence? I cannot officially declare his innocence, but I also can't declare his guilt. I feel like it's a bit of a, a mistrial situation going on. Uh, mm. I think they need to figure out a way to stop Emmanuel quickly from just driving into the paint at will. They did a pretty good job on Julius Randle. They need the defensive quarter. player of the year to do that. Yeah, he's he's hurt. Uh, oh, that's okay. Interesting. I bet he I is hurt. Fully healthy. Yeah, I mean, you know why he's hurt? Julius Randle kicked him right in the right in the stones, uh, and no one no one seemed to care about that. That was a real a rough move. Jim, do you think he gets hurt because he throws himself to the ground <laughs> for no reason when he shouldn't? <laughs> no. No, that actually makes him stronger. It's just that mm. he, he twisted his ankle. Normally, Marcus plays better after getting kicked in the testicles. Uh, he made a big 
Uh, big three after that, uh, but no, it's it's the ankle issue that I think Marcus is. I think my big thing is why do you do close with Grant Williams instead of Derek White when like all of the lineups are like Derek White's been playing amazing, and then I get it, kind of like kind of the size stuff, but the Celtics really, despite being in second place, haven't figured out like what their best five lineup is, and uh, that seems that like something you might want to figure out. <laughs> something you might want to figure games, out. Lou. Yeah, I did. Like Grant Williams, a couple of games ago, wasn't he getting like DNPs? DNP like healthy DNPs. Yep. That was, it's like entirely matchup based. Joe Missoula is just like matchups and then doesn't really explain anything else. But like he is valuable for size, but uh, I don't know. But he didn't play against the Cavs? They got, I guess there was more length than, you know, bulk size like the Knicks have, but didn't play a minute? Not one. They play the Cavs again tonight. Do you think they play him now? Oh, yeah, because Horford, Tatum, and Rob Williams are not playing in that game. So I feel like Grant probably will play. Did Horford, or or not Horford, did Rob Williams get hurt this week or leave a game? He left the Nets game like in the first quarter. He's going to be out like seven to 10 days with a hamstring thing, which is, you know, exactly what you want. You know, your fragile big man um, banged up heading into the postseason. That's always fun. Right as your team's falling apart, that's tough. We d- we did see you were at the game. You sat next to Taylor Rooks. You were devising yeah, what was strategy that about? with her. That's what I was. That's what I was looking at off camera. If everyone's wondering, why I was smirking I was, and glancing to my left. I was just trying to explain to her like my top five favorite black people in that moment, and I thought she would like. I put her in the top five, um, but she wasn't Not number one because that would have been pandering. Yeah, I don't right. want to pander to her, but like I was like explaining where she was in the rankings. Like you're number three. And then Obama. I was say, who's the other uh, four since you're here? And then uh, <laughs> Trill Withers uh, is, has to Good be answer. on the top five. Um, uh, who else? Oh, the, <laughs> so Luke, Corn- Luke Cornett at the. At, Wait, like, Luke the, Cornett? He, he couldn't even name five. <laughs> he couldn't name, <laughs> name five. five. He, got, he couldn't he name has, five without going to Luke, to Luke Cornett. Cornett. <laughs> Come on. Well, me and Luke Cornett suffer from the same affliction. Luke Cornett had to give his celebrity. <laughs> <Not knowing> black- <laughs> his he, he, he named Luke Cornett before me. I'm right here. <laughs> well, I see. After all the uh, shit that Knicks fans have been talking, I don't think you can make my top five. All right. Fair enough. Mm. Um, but Luke Cornett, while I still struggle to think of two more possible black people, um, had to do his celebrity, like five, his starting five he would do. And he named an all-white celebrity team, which I thought uh, was an interesting choice from Luke Cornett. You talk about pandering, feel like he's playing for the city. You know what I mean? <laughs> different, different, uh... different people have different celebrities. You say who's a celebrity to one person, they'll say five names it's that like... happen to be a certain color. Dane Cook, Michael Chiklis, um, yeah. Michael Rappaport, Bill Simmons, Michael Rappaport, Dane Gillis, you yeah, know, you know, the hits, Boston guys. I need some Boston guys. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg, Tony Wahlberg, Eric Wahlberg. So speaking of Mark Wahlberg, they showed, um, they showed what was it? Um, oh, at the UFC, they showed like the celebrities, you know, and they were like, oh, our first celebrities of the night. And then it was Mark Wahlberg and Mario Lopez sitting next to each other. Yeah, Luke Cornett like starting backcourt. <laughs> anytime they show Mario Lopez, I feel like he does like the boxer's hands, like he's a retired champ. Like you can only if you if you're the welterweight champ, yeah. <laughs> or people hold his, grab his wrist and point to his fist, like a 
<laughs> Old Chad was like, yeah, I remember you, Slater. Jim really, he snuck Sam Hauser in the top five. That is... Yeah, yeah. He said Luke Cornette. You guys know him? Mm. So who yeah, who else plays tonight? Can we see who who's on the... Yes, he is. Might have to do some uh, draft or slips. I don't know. Maybe both. I hit Maybe some both. slips so over the weekend. I did hit some slips. I did. did you now? I did. If we oh, and also, boys, I'm very proud of myself here. I got an announcement. I got an announcement, boys. Please, I'd like to hear it. I made the semifinals of a small ball challenge on Underdog Fantasy for NBA. I'm at the playoff Ooh. semifinals. I'm pretty proud Who of myself. No small ball. For the entire season? The entire season, Jam. I only drafted two teams this year, and one of them made the semifinals. I'm pretty proud of that. I hope I could win $17,000 if I make the finals. I'm hoping I win. What are you doing with your money after you win, school? Buying a jet ski, instantly dying in a crash on it. Instantly. (laughs) Instantly. He's got it planned out. It's going to be an orca in my path, and it's going to slap me into the air. It's going to be on video. It's going to go viral. It's going to be beautiful. He didn't, he didn't you got to think about this for one minute. He knew exactly <laughs> yeah, what right to it. It'll split me in half about here. I'll have on a blue shirt. It'll be Tuesday. It's going to uh, catch me I in was, the air. I was not prepared for my top five favorite black people, but Scoob is instantly Clearly. getting to a $17,000 uh, winning story. And th- uh, the second I saw myself in first, I was in last place until Giannis came back. Giannis came back, carried me. Oh, there we go. He'll do that. Who do we have tonight? Celtics Cavaliers. Is that Cavaliers by eight? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have the Celtics beat the Cavaliers this year? I remember there was a point where they hadn't. They Yeah, they did last kidding. week. Grant Williams was a. That was the last time they oh. won. Grant Williams was a DNP. Did not play. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. They've lost three or four. That was the one. What do you make? Do they beat him tonight? Cleveland by eight points. This is just a little cushion. Uh, is Donovan Mitchell playing? Is the big question because I saw rumors he might not be, and so I think the Celtics have a chance if he doesn't. But I think the Cavs probably win. Minus eight. I think he's playing. I would hope. Yikes. Hmm. Yeah, listen, he doesn't like five black people one, but I, I think the point has been made. He, pain he doesn't like, like five. I mean, he, he watched Chris Rock's stand-up last night. The two are right there, Chris Rock, Will Smith. He, I he didn't like Chris them. Rock's stand-up. I would say I prefer uh, Dave Chappelle as my favorite careful. Uh, black Careful, careful. He's getting canceled. Yeah, I would say this, these days, careful. This con- DJ Jazzy Jeff, I like DJ Jazzy Jeff. He seems like a nice right. guy. I, I gotta mute myself. I gotta update Jam's controversy section on Wikipedia for the next fifteen minutes. <laughs> I'll be back. It's got three bullet points now. It's like, ah, oh, man. My friend, my friend Barry from college. He's cool. I like him. Man, I could have said R.J. Barrett. Man, he was busting y'all's ass last night too. I was not prepared for an R.J. Barrett good performance. That was certainly uh, surprising, and I didn't care for that. It's not allowed. It, it shouldn't be. <laughs> Well, I see. Were you expecting the RJ pair uh, thirty ball? Or were we at like twenty eight? I I expect either a good performance or a bad one. So I think he delivered on <laughs> one of those things. I mean, so, so never mid with him. Yeah. No, no, no. Now the people want Jam's vine cut. I think they're right. I think they're right. Uh, 
these games. 76ers Pacers. What do you say, Scoop? Yeah, uh, we do have to give the 76ers a little a little credit. I I was Ooh. hoping. Well, hey, they ended the Bucks streak. The Bucks were like, what, 14, 15, 16, something like that. I don't know the exact number of wins in a row. I think it got up to 16, I believe. Might have been 16. Might have been 16. And then the 76ers were the team to end it. Uh, hate to see that. Hate to see that. But it's good because that'll inspire us to play harder against them in the playoffs. We'll remember that. We'll remember this. If you see them, I think right now Milwaukee's got the one, Boston two, Philly three. Oh, okay. So, I mean, but it, it's all plenty of games to play. They got the Pacers tonight. Philly by seven. Oh, I see. I want some slip action right now. I see Trailblazers versus Pistons. Uh-oh. And I think I need some Dame Lillard. <laughs> I was going to say Tybull. Tybull's out. Action. Yeah. He's out there. Listen, Cam Reddish been getting some run. Uh, I actually do think I might do a, a real nasty slip. I might put Tybull over or higher one and a half three pointers. I gotta put that on a slip. What? You don't get bonus points for that. Yeah, you might not get any points for it. Uh, <laughs> you really not. It's gonna hit two. He's gonna hit two of them. I can feel it. I can feel that. He just made. I'm going with the Dame fifty three point eight five fantasy points higher. He's just hot right now and most most of this calendar year really i don't think the pistons are very well equipped to stop him i'm taking the higher there i'm also taking cam reddish higher 14 and a half points he's getting some run like steady run steady shots i will stay away from the matisse thibel action i'm not I will leave that for school. The Cam Reddish is such a more reliable play than Tybal at this point. Hey, listen, Cam Reddish, when he's getting actual minutes, good for the slips. I see some Boston action, but I don't know if I want any of that. I like I would do a Derek White over on point. I, what the, what's the line there? Like, because Derek White, when he starts, is much better. It's was he 15 and a good. half points. Yeah. I feel like I. When he does get the minutes, I feel like he's and being aggressive. That's not a bad, bad play. Cavs got a great defense. Allegedly, didn't work for them last game or last time they played the Celtics. Hey, y'all ain't won a game since, man. Y'all might want to trick this one off. Uh, Garland, Mobley. Yeah, what bigs are not playing for the Celtics? All of them. Uh, pretty sure uh, either Mike Muscala or Luke Cornett is starting. So, I'll take Jared Allen's higher ten and a half rebounds. Well, I t- I'm taking Mobley's higher. I'm taking nine and a half on Mobley. Mm-hmm. Well, got the next play tonight. Why see the champs get a day off? No back to backs for the champs. Not tonight. Got a uh, Raptors we, uh, taking on Denver. Have we gotten a chance just because I'm um, still upset at YC for being a Knicks fan? Have we gotten a chance to talk about Manchester United, or is that just not something we? Oh, we, we haven't yet. Yeah. What happened with them? What uh, nothing? What that, as far as I know. <laughs> I mean, you got some uh, breaking news. Me personally, I I just heard whispers of a of a seven piece clean sheet put up by uh, the Fenway Sports Group Club, uh, LeBron James's team. Uh, against a, a team that thinks they're top four on the table, but I just I heard whispers. I mean, we I got, are top four in the table. We're top three in the table, even. Take uh, that. 
I don't know if they're keep playing like this, not for long. That's true, but you know, all good <laughs> things have to come to an end. We're at the end of our streak. I'm I'm bracing myself for when the Knicks do this. The Knicks are gonna lose in horrific fashion, but it won't it won't mean anything. But they'll break their streak in a horrific fashion. I'm waiting. What if for the it. What if the Knicks just never lose a game, man? Possible, but I'm not uh, holding my breath. Ooh, seven zip extended, is crazy, extended man. highlights. We could, that's, that's a fun watch. Seven zip is the score that I lose by when I get too frustrated after giving up an early goal in a FIFA online, and uh, it gets away from you when you when you when you get frustrated. <laughs> that's the biggest thing I've uh, I've learned in my FIFA short online playing career. Oh, you just you try to get it all back at one time. Can't do it. No yeah. eight point goal. You become no very goal. aggressive on defense, and just all of a sudden, everyone's yeah, running behind you. You, you oh, gotta yeah. be patient. You don't just quit. We're not. I quit. Oh no, I, I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm with school, I, I man. Take, I'm out of there, I, dude. Give me I a take break. My beating. I take my beating and my coins. Fuck no. If I go <laughs> if I go down like oh three and it's obvious I just don't got it this game, I'm out of there. I'll get the next one. I mean, that's what most people do. I've definitely been on the other side of it where uh I don't I don't think I've completed many games that I've won. Put it that way. That is true. That is true. No, it's true. When you're winning, when you are clearly the better player, the other player quits. That's just right. the culture of that game, which is, you know, the antithesis of of what how I live my life. But you know, <laughs> only ethical gaming. <laughs> I haven't quit one game, and I, I get I've been waxed as many people have been in FIFA. He's so proud of it. He's so proud no. I'm with you. If I'm playing online, which I rarely do, if I'm taking a drubbing, I'll take my drubbing. I'll take my medicine. Mm. Um. But like computer, oh man, I quit that shit so fast. Yeah, Kick on the first different. play. That's, give me a <laughs> break. that's completely different. Yeah, give me a break. Uh, yeah, rage quitting. All the kids are doing it. Extended highlights is for a seven zero game is <laughs> cruel. They just if show you all twenty two the... minutes of highlights. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of passes being broken down. A lot of uh, possession being built up. They're showing you just great passing yeah, in the back. That's the thing about soccer highlights on YouTube is uh, most of the highlights are uh, a nice pass. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That leads to nothing. Like, which is fine. It's just that's just the nature of the game. So, mm, they'll get them next time, maybe. Maybe yeah, it's fine. You know, they're they're looking up at us at the table still. It's fine. There, there is a chance that. Uh, the the gulls meet up with the mighty Manchester United in the FA Cup. We're both in the quarterfinals, and so if we both win this round, we could meet up next round. We'll see. We'll Might get seven zero. Yeah. Hmm. Somebody losing seventeen to to nothing. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys just watched me put in a Michael Porter Jr. slip. 30 seconds ago, Michael Porter uh -oh. Jr., now listed as questionable Monday with an illness. What are you Scoob blue. Yeah, Scoob blue. Oh, my head hurts. I, some school must have just put a slip in. I can't play tonight. They uh, hit him like Professor Charles Xavier. Ugh. Um. You, I, that's your fault. You know the man don't like medicine. That is true. <laughs> you gotta lock that one in. Uh, yeah, come on, it's flu season. Game... It's, norovirus is going around now. You knew he was gonna get sick. He was His gonna... default status is questionable. He was like... gonna score four hundred points tonight, and then this happened. God damn it! He got He'll a do it next game though. Yeah. yeah, he got a headache. The trainer was like, "Why don't you take some aspirin?" I don't fuck with 
That's yeah, I'm going home. This is bull. Yeah, I'm, I need home. I need three crystals and two different scented candles, yeah. and I'll be good by game time. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna YouTube some remedies, and I'll report back yeah. uh, with my findings. I think I'm locking in. It's, I don't think it's too nasty of a four way. Give me Dame. What do you, what do you got? Dame's higher in fantasy points, fifty three point eighty five. I did see T. Will said Pistons have been a good defense after the break. Dame Lillard has been Dame Lillard. 2023. So I'll take the higher points there. Cam Reddish higher 14 and a half. Jared Allen higher 10 and a half. And John Collins 14 and a half PRA, which is low, but his everything since Quinn Snyder got there has been going lower. Like DeAndre Hunter's been pretty consistent. John Collins, I don't know if it's like a rotation thing or like he's not hitting threes. So I don't know much. He can be asked to do, but his stuff is trending down. I'm How many games see. has he coached so far? Snyder, his first one last week was the... Wednesday. Wizards, yeah. The win- I think he's one and two, I think. Gotcha. And, yeah, in those three, it's just... The Collins is trending down. So I'm locking those four in. No insurance. What was the fourth one? I got Damian Lillard, Collins, and Reddish. Red and Jared Allen. Yep, Jared Allen, ten and a half against the the, depleted uh, Celtics. Nine and a half in that place. Why see you got any action? You see anything you like on here? I was gonna tell you, but I'm staying away. I don't know. I don't know. Nah, come on. (laughs) Nah, I'm I'm staying away. I'm this week. I haven't had good good luck with the slips lately. That doesn't. That shouldn't stop you. That should be oh, double it, down. It actually right. exactly exactly what should stop you if you, if you ask me. So I'm I'm gonna win by not playing. Jam, you got anything? Any action tonight? I just put in a, a four way as we were talking. I like Jaden Ivy over sixteen and a half points because he loves to shoot. He's gonna get points up. Derek White PRA over twenty four and a half. Just he's getting starting getting that opportunity. I know in last week I called him Isaac Noscoro, um, but did. I'm actually Ooh. taking over six and a half points because in that game, the Celtics just absolutely left him alone. And so I feel like he can get uh, two threes in another bucket. And then I like the Miles Turner over 25 and a half points and rebounds. Um, they'll be playing the Sixers. Embiid will be in a drop, so he can just be shooting threes. And that, that's the four way I have for a fun Monday night. Insurance or no? No insurance. You got to start the week out dangerous. Good answer. Risky. Good answer. I got a three-way, so nothing Talk crazy. Uh, no insurance. I got Matisse no. Tybal, one and a half, three-pointers Nasty. Higher. <laughs> That's automatically nasty. That yeah. is <laughs> Nasty. He's going to make two shots tonight. They're both going to be three-pointers. I'm going to see that green bar. Feel awfully good about myself. Um, then I had Michael Porter Jr. twenty two and a half PRAs. Uh, he's questionable now because uh, they knew they knew. And I got Evan Mobley nine and a half rebounds higher. So I guess I have a two way now. So I'll, I'll be looking at the board later. I say it ain't too like if you would have said the Thibel part last, it wouldn't have been as nasty. <laughs> but you let off with just the freakiest, the freakiest bull of the bulls. Mm-hmm. So. Also, someone says, Scoob watching UFC during a comedy special. I mean, how can you even be paying attention to both? Pretty easily. My brain works pretty well. Yeah, no, I was, I was playing FIFA during the comedy special, and I was 
learned that Chris Rock wasn't funny. Like I, that's I, why y'all be getting your asses kicked in feet, wondering why. Because y'all trying to watch. Uh... Scoob was listening to funk. Also, you forgot about that. Who was producing funk uh, at the same time? Getting the levels right. Said, so put some drums on this. Yeah. I... Depend on what it is, yeah, I can game and watch something. That... I feel like the comedy special got to be good enough to take your attention. And if it never it was... like, pulls your attention solely to it, then... That was one of the biggest sins of it. It was very boring by the end of it. And by the start of it, I would say. <laughs> it it dated like... by the start, boring by the end feels... Yeah. yeah. yeah that's how Pretty fair. And are people really upset? You guys probably are talking about, like, are upset by what he like repeatedly calling Will Smith a bitch. Like I've I've seen people reacting to outrage, but I don't know if it's like one of those situations where there was like actual outrage about it, or I don't know. I just thought like, that was kind of like mad that he did it at all. Like they said he went too far. This is based entirely off of like KFC from Barstool, like his one minute man saying that there's was outrage, and so may I'm I'm falling into the trap right here as well. I don't know if that was like actually true. There's always yeah. outrage. I mean, selective outrage, folks. Am I right? <laughs> said the I don't know if there was outrage uh, so much yeah. as there were just arguments as to whether or not he was correct or incorrect. More like, more just like, oh, right. now you're gonna call him a bitch. Like it seemed a little bit like, right. more about that discourse. But... Yeah, right. He's a bitch, and everybody's been calling him a bitch. But we saw what happened the last time y'all was on stage with each other a year ago at that. So. Maybe shaky business, but I yeah I didn't see he's any real bitch. outrage. Yeah, he's we're not we're not doing it for uh, love anymore. We used to do it for love. Why see now they're doing it for oh, like oh god the <laughs> fact that the fact that he said that and then the Netflix um whatever Netflix comedy or Netflix black voices Twitter account <laughs> quoted it. I was like, oh boy, someone replied to like person running this account didn't even like the special. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was that's like one, facts. That's like when they tweet out who the game player of the game graphic. It's like the player of the game scored 13 points on three of nine shooting. Like that was <laughs> the exactly. a plus or minus of ninety-six. That was the player of the game. Uh, okay. What the Hey, you guys, uh, you guys didn't like his observations about being extremely rich. That didn't land with you. <laughs> I'd prefer those to the 1990s observations. Yeah, at least um, that was like more honest of like where he actually is in life. I felt like that. Like, if you're going to, I feel like like comedians and rappers have a similar uh, struggle, where it's like you get extremely successful and popular, and then you're like no longer genuine, and so like, and that's I think why your genuine like you. changes. I think. Yeah, but then it's like. Do people want to hear about what your your genuine struggles are as a extremely wealthy man, or like are you just striving back for like that authenticity or realness that you had when you were like you coming can make up? It funny, I guess is the... right because I feel like now they're ending up with neither. Right. Like it used to be the side you were picking, now it's like I'll do some old dated jokes and then talk about the money a little bit, and you might be missing both marks. Well, it so... feels like you can't go, you can't try to do both. Because then you're automatically not authentic on either side. And so you just got to like lean heavily into like what is actually you right now. And that feels like it's better than just being like, these kids these days are so sensitive. Well, I, Vic I like victims are bad. Victim. <laughs> I was like, that's why half the comedians now are like, yeah, victims are bad. They're trying to cancel us. It was like, Probably. this is the side I'm picking. 
a weird thing about this weekend is the date the night before the Chris Rock special, we watched the special. Marlon Wayans has like an hour on HBO, and the whole thing is about this. The whole thing is about the slap, like literally. The whole it's only album. Marlon Wayans talking about it's the slap. Marlon Wayans talking about the Will Smith Chris Rock slap, which sounds strange, but it was like an interesting thing to watch the night before. And I'll say that like he was funnier about it than Chris Rock was for sure. And I think part of that going to the what does a rich person or a celebrity talk about? There was just a lot of stories about being around other comedians and being around other actors and things right. in his career. And it's like Maybe that's not rich guy shit, but that's like, obviously, I don't have any, like, that's a little bit like taking an experience that's not common to other people and making it interesting for us. Because he was talking a lot about how he was supposed to be, he was supposed to be the rib guy in I'm Gonna Get You Sucker was the story that he starts out telling. So, so Marlon, Marlon, yeah, Marlon was supposed to be <laughs> the person in the, in the story, you know, let me get one rib. And it turned out to be Chris Rock, and that launched his career. Small domino. Uh... <laughs> yeah, the first domino that led to the slap. Like, that's kind of how the special starts. It's a little bit. The funny thing is, I didn't find the special that great. And then I watched the Chris Rock thing, and now today I'm telling you, it was pretty good. It was all right. Context like, is everything. Like, yeah, in context, I was like, well, now I saw that Chris Rock did with the material. Marlon Wayans is okay with me now. What, is it HBO that was on? I might have to watch it now. Yeah, HBO. yeah, the whole hour, which is kind of interesting to see. How is he gonna make an hour out of this? He does it. I mean, Netflix made three hours out of it. <laughs> so yeah, pre-show, post-show, like because he does know all the parties involved and has had somewhat of a relationship with like Will, with Jada, with Chris. Like mm -hmm. he talks about you know the other the other people in his family, the many many weigh-ins. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, I might have to check it out because my appetite for comedy was not. Uh, oh yeah, I, I scratched comedy still, but it, it was it was it was palatable, which is a lot these days. I'm going to see uh, stand up next weekend. Sam Marill, who's a insane Knicks fan, it's a terrible timing. What I, I like him a lot as a comic, but he's uh, incredibly delusional and is going to be a jerk about it in Boston. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope their win streak lasts like until the show. Like whatever happens after I that, so I don't too. care. But I, I hope they're like thirteen and zero, or their last thirteen when Jam settles into the front row, seeing the Celtics jersey. Just gets yelled at by a yeah. Just <laughs> would just you guys booed. would you guys sit front row at a at a stand up show knowing that like you're probably going to be subject to some crowd work? No, no. I don't think there's a whole lot of places I want to sit front row to. Honestly, like, I don't I've, need to be. I've front, done it once. Row. In Los Angeles with Kevin O'Connor, me and him just sit in front row. It did not. Get I was like, he was on, on stage, or he was. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, he was doing stage. a. He was doing a tight five about cancel culture. <laughs> even even I would go. Even I would uh, go after KOC if I saw him in the front row, and I'm a nice guy, you know. <laughs> That's why it's one of those. It's like somebody here has to be the fool, and. But if you sit front row, row, you want that. It's not about would you sit front row if there's a chance. If you if you decide to sit front row, you're doing that. Well, no, we didn't. There's some. This was a club where it's like it wasn't like specific seats, but we got there mm. kind of late, and no one else was yeah, sitting at that front you. row table. And it's like I'm standing in the back. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm now. chilling. Y'all got it. Yeah, y'all got it. Y'all got it. Uh, mm -hmm. Somebody coming in after me, I'm like, oh, this seats in the front if y'all want. Yeah, I'm wait, waiting on some more people. Uh, who were y'all going to see? It was just like a night at the comedy. Michael store. Richards. 
So it was like a bunch of of people doing like 10 minutes. uh, Trying to remember who was there. Neil Brennan. Yeah, you about to list them all. Annie Lederman. He knows all of them. I bet he knows five now. Uh, yeah, who's, that, who's that English guy that said the N-word in front of Seinfeld? Uh, Gervais was there. Jerry was there. Um, Tony Rock was there. Damon Wayans. You know, all the other famous black comedians that I know of. The siblings. Uh, yeah. Damon Wayans Jr. Also a comedian. Even he said third row to comedy. That even still feels a little... A little too close for comfort. Are going to be where the lights can't see me? But then you don't want to see that spotlight on your head, though. <laughs> you don't never want to say, hey, and what's this guy's deal in the black shirt? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. I feel like it's worse, though, because like my entire t- uh, Instagram reels, like any comedian, is just them doing crowd work. So I feel like the recipe for comedians now is just like, I'm not going to show my actual jokes, but I'm going to post crowd work. So I need to do crowd work for every single set I do to get content. And so it's all just like, hey, look at you, dummy. Let me tell you while you're an idiot. And it's not as comedy is not a safe space for the audience anymore. No one's talking about that. Are they the real victims? I think all anyone who laughs is a victim these days. Really, anyone that don't laugh, this is maybe it's all cyclical, like comic view. Back in the day, you did not want to be sitting front row. Just don't, don't be drinking your drink. Don't laugh too hard. Don't laugh not enough. Don't go to the bathroom. Don't come back from the bathroom. Because you're putting yourself in the line of fire. What, ha- what, what happened to real comedy where you punctuate a punchline by saying hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> or, or shucky ducky. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. Uh, or you just yelled "kick it" and had the DJ play something. That was that's one of the most amazing sets of all time. Maybe you should come back. Who's saying the DJ can't kick it? Who? <laughs> um, wait, who is? Wait, what's like to all the pre-show? Chris Rock. Who was it that was DJing again for some reason? Deion, Deion Cole. Cole. <laughs> yeah, what? I was like, Deion was, Cole's funnier than any of the other people yeah, up here. Why is he on the ones and twos? Funnier than Kareem being on the panel. He just was DJing. Like, just they sat him in front of some turntables, and he was just standing there. And we had just a JB Smooth sketch that went on for yeah, yeah. five more minutes than it should have been. Not saying they, shit. They gave him the one headphone too to like fake hold up. <laughs> it was like your level's right, Cole. Um, that and then Kareem and I can't Yvonne Orgy Molly from Insecure. I was like, why are they at the post? Oh, I did. You guys got to the show. post the, the post game show. <laughs> you, I didn't, Bro, you I, it was it was hosted by Carvey and uh, other white guy. Uh, Spade. David oh, Spade. Spade. Yeah, David Spade. Spade. Uh, thought you'd be all in, Jim, but. Uh, no, I'm not a David Spade fan. Never have been, never will be. What'd he do to you? He's just never been funny and always kind of gives me creepy vibes. I can't argue with He's that. He's just riding uh, the coattails of Farley since 1991. Wow. I mean, it's been 20 plus years without those that, coattails. Yeah. Uh, that guy in a little coat uh, is a thing. I mean, the hits play forever. Yeah, Deion Cole's legitimate. I was like, he's funnier than anybody up here right now. He's very funny. Yeah, why is he on the on the turntables for some reason? But that's comedy, baby. That's just that's just the way it goes now. Like, people need to learn from Duke Deuce about putting on it. You talk about putting on a show. 
Now we're talking. Should there be more impromptu wrestling in live events? I sure think so. This man says yes. What if they just start doing that at stand-up? The douche just picks you out of the front row. He said, you, Packer, no Connor. Y'all come up here. And we have to wrestle each other? <laughs> well, y'all just on the, bu- on the business end of the deuce. This, this is crowd work. Giving the crowd some work. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never have another heckler. Can uh, we see the deuce who got it on, might I, might I say? There we go. This is the only part I saw. Uh oh. Lucifer. Oh. Whoa. Alley oop there. Right into the next song. He can stomp out to the beat, man. <laughs> that was some that was some production. The timing of that beat drop for the next song as soon as he hits the stage, that's great. That's what I'm saying. So people say they hate crowd work till they see a real artist work the crowd. Mm-hmm. Put them through a bed of uh, thumbtacks. That was an excellent oh. 3D. That was flawless. Yeah. Props to them. Can we get the deuce lifting them up again? That oh, was textbook. Yes, yes. There you go. There we go. Here yeah, we go. Play it there. Oh, <laughs> it's like those guys are not professional. That guy probably really broke his neck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, you're really selling it, man. You know, you're doing good. He's like, I can't feel anything below my earlobes. Uh, and then you see the deuce up there going crazy. What can you what can you really do? How many rolling louds happen in a year, by the way? <laughs> it's, rolling. Like, it's a I, rolling concert. It's just constantly loud. There's three, four rolling louds a year. They got the spring, summer, fall, winter. I was like, it's like the second one this calendar year, man. Didn't we just have rolling uh, loud oh. January version? Well, they roll rolling into each other. Ice. Yeah, there's rolling, rolling schedule, apparently. They want to see it again. Let me uh, see the textbook 3D. Oh. Oh. Snapped him in half. Popsicle stick. Dude, the crunch. <laughs> <laughs> It's a work. Listen, it's all the work. I appreciate it. No, it's I appreciate the work. The work. That's yeah. The point. Like there was a <laughs> heckler at a comedy show, and a comedian just did this to him. Even if it was a work, would anybody else stand up? Do you want to get three D'd and have it go viral on the top? Yeah, you want? Yeah, <laughs> that's an open face slap, or oh, that's an open hand slap. Then you want to ground down bad. Who is, who is the comic who took it, took the gun out on the people at the comedy store? Up the oh, blower? Sling, who, up the blower? Uh, Slink Johnson. <laughs> I'd rather take the, the, the body from the wrestler than Slink Johnson pointing, pointing the blower at me. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> he been, I don't, like, what's Slink aim like? Yeah. Well, what's, uh... I'm like, I might let him point it. Verse let two amp two non-professional wrestlers do a professional <laughs> wrestling move on you. You asking for broken bones, man. You like again, the guy was like, guys, I know this was a work. My arm is really out of the socket. And they're like, I, we gave you the 180 before the show, man. I don't know what <laughs> you agreed to this. So 
Sling Johnson, yes, is very S tier. Yeah. Will, yeah, what if Will Smith just did that to uh, Chris Rock? What if Chris Rock just did that to Will Smith? <laughs> I think you're asking the, the wrong questions, KPG. Was, what if he just kicks him in the stomach, stone cold stunner, and just finishes his set? It was it was Sling Johnson and uh Black Jesus on Adult Swim, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The very yeah, same. That was a good one. That's a good that's some that's some good good content. He he's an all time. Hey, that guy. That's Slink yeah. Johnson. Mm-hmm. Definitely the lane you want to be in. Yeah, calling a gun a blower is very elite. Can can we uh can we watch uh Yanni the Greek blow a gasket because people call him out for his bad gambling? Sure we can. I don't see why I don't see why not. Uh, you're, you're in charge man, here, but I'd like to yeah. know who he is. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say uh, if they calling out people for bad picks, then I uh, we're canceled here, boys. So <laughs> careful, is, careful with this. So, uh, so Yanni, Yanni is like he's the UFC's official guy. Like when the Dana White Contender Series is on TV, he'll give out plays. Got you. And like last year, he did terrible. I don't. I think he went like. Two and sixteen or something. It was like people were just fade. They fade him. So two winners, two winners, two winners. Perspective. Yes. So, so someone called him out saying like he doesn't track his plays, and some some company offered like, oh, we'll track your plays for you, and he bad sign. Yeah, and so basically, this is this is the video. This is the video. This is the video. Let's see. There's two videos because quite happy right now. Maybe I'll. Yeah, he's having a ball. Oh, just you wait. Just you wait. Hey, at Bet Stamp, don't talk about it. Be about it. That is voice. Book me. Oh yeah. I'll put fifty thousand in escrow. You put fifty thousand in escrow. Give me an account and book me here. I think I got money right here. Here. I'll put this in tomorrow. Rex talk. There's probably at fifty thousand. I'll put fifty thousand tomorrow. You put fifty thousand in escrow. Give me an account and book me again. Don't talk shit. Put up or shut up. And then uh, someone pointed out in the replies that the money looks awfully similar to the no f- the fake money. No, no. <laughs> it's the worst crime. If Ja would have gotten less trouble if he held up fake dollar bills at the club, then he held up the real uh, biscuit. <laughs> Oh, it says for TikTok. Oh no! <laughs> There's a second video where he addresses it, though. Second video, he addresses oh, okay. it. He addresses oh, you. Oh no! He Not ad- a second video. As soon as you're no, addressing means, the fake uh, money allegations, different, out- different outfit. Second Skip video. Bayless cap on. Yeah, solemn face. Yeah, the smile is not there. <laughs> He's lost his smile. Oh, but they wait, put the teeth back in the holster. <laughs> Just you wait. Hey guys, normal voice. <laughs> I can't believe this. Are there people actually out there saying it's prop money? Listen, I'm not a child. I do this for real. That was yesterday. That was yesterday's run. That's no longer here. That's at the bank. This is Friday, a new day. But luckily for you, that's what I do. I move. What do you need? You need to see more money. Is that what it is? That's Cookie cheese coin. There's a found paper bag. Are these real? These are 100. Are these real? Are these real or are these fake? This 20, I'm pushing. Is this all real or is this all fake? Are you just dumb, dude? Like, what? what's the problem? <laughs> I love this guy, dude. I love him. It was a lot less of that money than the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but but not mad. Not mad, yeah. though. Seriously, why, not upset. Why, why didn't you deposit that money at the bank if he's already been to the bank? 
Yes, I'd like to uh, deposit my gambling money. I walk in here with it every day up to my uh, ear like a phone for some reason. So is it is it Skip Bayless, man? He's Greek Skip Bayless. I didn't even know he had the cowboy hat on at first. Uh, I thought it was just a plain Jane cap to Lazo. And what a curve on that bad boy. He, he, he got some work in on that thing. Right. <laughs> Think about it all day. He's just, oh, man, I got to go to the bank. I get this 50K. <laughs> That's <laughs> St. Louis arch on there. That's preposterous. Uh, it's online gambling too. That someone in chat makes a good point. Do you like for online gambling? You need to pick up fifty thousand dollars in cash every day just to deposit it. No, hey, no, listen, nothing. Any- nothing feel better than holding fifty thousand dollars mm-hmm. in cash. I feel like we can all. I, I, he, he, he goes to the casinos in person. He goes to the casinos in person. Like his pin tweet is him. Um, it's at the casino. He's persona non grata at the casinos. He's not allowed to play at the casinos. He's so good. You see, yeah. Jam. What do you, do? you can what definitely do you do with bring all a that camera. cash then. Um, does he have? Does he make any good plays? No. Any good? Yeah, no. Like, what? no, I don't think so. He doesn't. Tra- he doesn't. He doesn't like. He, he gives out plays. He doesn't track them. And the people that do track them, I think they just clown him for how bad he does. So. Not tracking your own gambling advice is just like feels like it strikes one, two, and three. Like if you can't go back to your record and be like, "Look how much I was right," yeah, that feels like if, a if, problematic. I disagree. Uh, don't please don't look at the record. Fade me. <laughs> Fade me. Tell me that record. If you're a guy who's like flexing your money and charging people for your picks, and you don't track your picks or like have transparency. Yeah, that's a lot of questions yeah, there. That's the least you can do. That's the least you can do. Giving I mean, up pay, selling gambling advice in the first place is is pretty bad business. Yeah. So. And and the and then the people he was calling out, they did a video addressing his video, like the 50k challenge or whatever. And they were like, we don't even like he knows this. We don't that like that. We don't offer money. We are just a tracking app. Like you don't pay money you just come in put your plays in and we so track he got mad it. he got mad that the app added him or something <laughs> about this yeah yeah they said come use our app and prove you're a winning gambler like the- he said i'm pussy okay <laughs> but yeah yeah brick is right he's aggressively wrong to the point he might be trying to give out losers it, on the contender series this last year it felt like he was just giving out losers like he didn't win a single play it felt like but maybe the money is real he's just fading y'all for following him Are and charging pretty... you for the privilege listen that's what i should do every slip i put in just immediately put fifty thousand dollars on the opposite <laughs> the exact opposite then i'll pull up yeah we up money and demand fifty thousand dollars we put in escrow from underdog fantasy and have yeah, rubin's like on it and have them take your tips and deposit deposit with user code trail. That's right. And in both ways. That's exactly right. Uh, oh, Vegas Dave, Vegas Dave, classic guy, classic gambling guy. I love Vegas Dave. I was speaking of just holding up money. I saw it earlier. Other places don't flex money because other our money looks really good. Like holding a stack of it, throwing so, a stack of it, spreading it out on your arms. It's large. It takes up mass. Other countries, it kind of it looks like like play money. If I see someone holding a Canadian money phone to their face, I can't take them seriously. You, think you see what I'm saying? Uh, can you show me some Canadian money real quick, school? Oh, yeah. Before we get out of here, I, I think it might have been Canada with the video. It was like it was like green and orange. It was like different colors. People got that waterproof money that feels like like a like a trading card cover or whatever, or... <laughs> like a coloring uh, book yeah. paper. 
Come on, look at this Monopoly stuff. Why they got the yeah. Queen of England on the Canadian money? Yeah, yeah, they oh, do. They're, they're part of the part of the throne. Part they ain't the even give it a top dog neither. That's look at that. Look at this. It's like they got two dollar coins over there. It's, That's Monopoly, yeah, they, man. They call them loonies. They named after loonies a loon. Toonies. Bro, you cannot spread that out on your arm. This is uh, uh, when Coley held up the Chocolonelys. We said jam. <laughs> like having the rainbow color scheme just makes it immediately not not cool. I like the consistency of the American greenback is, uh, I think, what makes it makes it look better. Yeah, who are the names <laughs> of these people too? You can't be like it's all about the okay. Elizabeths, baby. Or I, I, don't know. <laughs> I got the Trisbeckistans. Yeah, I got um, the Betsy's. <laughs> look how good that that looks just to hold up. Uh, some bucks if they weren't Monopoly yeah. money color. Out to buy Park Place and Boardwalk. Yeah, I, I'm I'm yeah. good for it. Even Drake not going to even Drake not going to the strip club with this. He he'd be embarrassed. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I need to convert it. Uh, I have a garbage <laughs> bag of ones. I'll need some uh, walls. <laughs> he should go to the he goes to the club with the with the dollar coins from Canada. He's like, I need some green dollar bills for this. Yeah, <laughs> the whole bag of coins on the table. Boys, carry them in. Um, unserious money, I fear. <laughs> Stack of neon green money. <laughs> that's where that's Gianni. I think it's seriously, that's, yeah. That's how they had Gianni, man. He said he had the uh, for TikTok bucks. It's that's silly. everybody. That's a, that's a, that's, a, that's everybody hates Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Meets DJ Esco. Yeah. Um, the caption in Montreal, Canada, getting this colorful money and sipping drink. <laughs> I'm like, bro, y'all can ACH me, man. I don't need to hold it up. <laughs> just send it to me all in greenbacks, man. This, I can't this, flex this. this. This picture just reminded me. They said the white teacher at Abbott Elementary was dressed like Mahershala Ali. I can't get over that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Jacob. Uh, yeah, Jacob. <laughs> with the knit cap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he had the fez. He had the fez on. He was like, oh, 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 um, uh, oh God. He was Listen, like a <laughs> I close with I think the most striking thing I saw this weekend was a commercial with Fezco with a full head of hair. Have y'all seen this? Haircut? Yeah. No, I saw you tweet about it, but I didn't see that. I didn't know what you was talking about. Dude, Fez and I can't Maude Apatow, I can't think of her name on the show, are in some commercial for a deep Puma? Puma. Puma. Puma shoes. And I said, man, that sounds like Fezco. I looked up, I said, man, that's Brian Erlacher <laughs> with his fucking head of hair. Can we can we see Fez with the head of hair? Then we'll we'll he's leave the people to like their Monday. Full like full thick head of hair, like he's been styling it for years. It's a, yeah, a wild new look. I said, who's that on the corner, man? Yeah, Maude Apatow. I'm sure I know that Stranger Things is the guy. I'm not sure who the woman in the middle is. And then Fez on the side, looking like Drew Brees checking in to do some Notre Dame uh, Saturday Night Football. That's Joe Flacco. That's <laughs> Joe Flacco. You got the notary haircut. You got the, you know, I do finance during the week, but I, I, wear, I wear this and go to Williamsburg on the weekend. I, I still put it on to let the people know I'm connected. Uh, yeah. He that, he's got that side part down. That's crazy. On both sides. <laughs> you got Toby Maguire, the ninety nine <laughs> Toby Maguire joint. This Topher Grace, man, I, I just can't take this serious. 
I hope he leaves it for the next season. I, like, I, I like my drug dealer to have a good flow, a good, yeah. some good lettuce on his head. I feel like if, if you're like a Fesco type character and you're a ball, you got a baldy. This is like the white person's version of like when they pull up with like the perm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you look like you look like the hundred, like a, like a, you know, the hundreds the rapper or whatever. You got the whole it's called perm. I didn't want to get typecast, bro. <laughs> Rue, you gotta go right now, I got, man. I got range, Rue. You, you gotta the barber. You gotta go. You can't be here right now, bro. I got an appointment at Sports Clips. They gotta touch this up. <laughs> it's always super reasonable, bro. You can't be here right now, Trey. Stop that. Mm. I just floored by that. I had to get it off my chest before the end <laughs> of the show. Veskovich. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how many points would Feskovich? Uh, how many MVPs would he win? Mm. He looked like an assist hawk kind of guy. <laughs> we'll leave that. Leave the people with some uh, food for thought, something to chew on. We are thankful to chat to Brother Roby, to YC for tapping in, Dean and Spencer behind the scenes, Jam Packer for tapping in, School for pushing our buttons. Everybody could hit that thumbs up on the way out. Please and thank you. Subscribe. You could chat with the boys and myself tomorrow. We'll catch everybody tomorrow.